yo and hello and welcome to game speak podcast new episodes go for free feed subscribers every wednesday in audio format on apple Podcasts, stitcher google play spotify and all of your favorite podcast platforms as well as in video format on youtube so you can see us in where we need you to hit subscribe and click that notification bell we are streaming live every monday at 7 50 p.m cst on twitch.tv slash gamespeak podcast and facebook.com slash group slash gamespeak podcast and on youtube if you want to catch the show as it happens before anyone else be sure to go ahead and join our ever-growing community in the GameSpeak Podcast Discord at dsc.gg slash Podcast to hang and talk games, battle and catch Pokemon, talk about anime, get show updates, find friends to play games with, and so much more. This show is 3BFFs bringing you the hottest video game news of the week. I'm one of your hosts, Jamel Aljafra, alongside Brent Bass and Devin Mayer. Yeah. <laughs> let's get ready to no but um podcast, I guess. Uh and then so what's been up, guys? Uh not much, man. You know, just working, working hard. But hey, now it's summertime. Well, more or less, like all the all the oh, kids yeah? have left Huntsville, so it's like, you know, empty ghost town Huntsville, which means that my job gets exponentially easier. Hell yeah. For the exact same amount of money. Yeah. So life is good for me right now, you know. See, I'm on the complete opposite end of that spectrum. Fucking work is hell for me right. Well, it's not uh, hell, but it is ramped up tenfold. I mean, being an HVAC technician in the heat. when it gets hot, we get to work in a lot. Yeah, you know, it, it's pretty ha. hot in my job. It should be our, our lingo. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just open your own HVAC company and call it? Because uh, these things are expensive, Jim Hell. I don't. I don't understand. No, I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> there are no limits, Devin. No, I've been busting ass on the opposite end of the spectrum. I've been busting ass. That's why I wasn't able to be here last week because, like, just working late hours now. Yeah, which, by the way, we didn't. Ha- we literally, me and Brent sat down and recorded the entire episode live, and did not realize somebody had commented that, "Hey, I can't hear you." So like we had no audio the whole time yeah, for like an the hour and a half. Whole show we got yeah. a comment. From See what happens when I'm not here, boys. <laughs> I, li- I literally like <laughs> was like, yeah, this is why we this is why we have Devin, the, you know, for the tech. Except side. I don't even hardly do any of that anymore. It's usually you have it set up when we get here. Yeah, that's true. But you you typically <laughs> are the one that like pays attention to the comments and stuff like that, and like because it's like that. far off. We were just like whatever. We're just you know we got to get our feed back in front of us. I know we got to find a good works. way to do it. It's in the works. But yeah, um, so sorry about last week that we missed. Uh, we didn't. Te- me and Brett technically did not miss an episode. We just didn't <laughs> get. You guys just didn't get to hear. We weren't about yeah. to re. It was a good thing. episode too. That's was, the worst part. You yeah, know? that's but, the real crime damn. here. Is that like it, technically me and Brett just had a conversation for an hour and a half? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of uh, you know, it's good to catch up, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, so well, then you got lots to talk about then uh, again. This oh, week. Yeah, nah. I mean, we're not gonna bring all this shit up because a lot of it ha- came into fruition this week. You know, like a lot of it was like. Oh, this is supposed to happen next week. This is. Well, about, I was, and I was then, mainly talking about your experience with like Tears of the Kingdom. Oh yeah, no, there's definitely. I'm about to give like a full on review here in a second. Am I currently playing? Te- yeah. Technically, a review, but um, anyways, um, yeah. So I I've been like for the past three weeks or so, I've been trying to like do uh three days on, three days off, or not three days on, three days off, three days on, one day off, three days on, like 
working out. Like I, I switched up my days that I do it. And then like of those six days that I'm working out, one of them is like a cardio day. I don't like cardio. I rarely ever do cardio, but it's like, whatever, I'll just throw it in there. Um, and I was like taking my switch just like, and just doing uh fasted steady state cardio, you know? So like, you don't have to be going like too fast. Just get your heart rate around, you know, 65% or whatever. So I'm just like sitting there doing that, like for an hour, just playing Zelda, you know, before work every morning, you know, on my cardio days, but I switched it up today. Um, and, uh, I was going to say, Brent, I, I, I was like, I just realized I'm off on Monday and there's not a bunch of dumb kids out at the swimming pool. And I was like, uh, I got some swimming. well, no, I was like, I'm going to do hit training in the swimming pool. Oh. So like, I was like, I'm gonna go do some like, you know, high intensity, like just swim as fast as fucking possible, uh, you know, freestyle across the, the entire pool and back and then like wait like a minute and then do it again. And did that for like 15 minutes. I couldn't make it the whole 15 minutes, dude. Like, I forgot how fucking horrible. Yeah, like, man. swimming. Yeah, gas real quick. Oh, dude, it wasn't even that. My fucking calves, dude. My calves were destroyed for some reason. Yeah, like, bro, it'll tear you up, man. It's not just cardio. It's like a like a low impact, like muscle fucking yeah. thing, too. You know. And I'm also I'm not used to working like you know my fast twitch muscle fibers. Like yeah. I, I'm more like I, I just build muscle. You know, I'm not sitting there like going just like you know i'm not doing power exercises and all this shit so whenever i just fucking went off like my calves cramped the fuck up dude like by like the third or fourth lap um around of it i was just like all right i'm just gonna float in the pool because this hurts like shit i couldn't yeah. stand when i got out of the pool <laughs> i was like damn yeah i forgot what that feels like yeah man fucking uh, let me know when you do that i'll come do it with you i need to get in the hell yeah dude the water. i'm doing i'm uh, i will not He's like, I, I can't no. swim. <laughs> no, it's it's not like a deep pool or anything. I think it actually only gets like four feet deep, like at the deepest point. I just use it for the swimming laps, basically. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing. I think I'm gonna start doing it like every Monday or Tuesday. One of one of the. Oh uh, yeah, I'll start coming early and then we can. Oh yeah, dude, let's hit it. Hit it before the show. Fuck yeah, we'll get tan too. You know, just being outside for a little bit. Hell yeah, that's yeah, y'all could do some coming. I know. Dang. <laughs> it's bad when the white guy is uh the the darkest. But really, yeah, no, a, you can even kind of see it in the feed too. Like, yeah, well, it's also because I work outside. Like, I literally when yeah, I'm hooking yeah. up a condenser outside, I'm just sitting in the beaten sun. Like, yeah, that's a that's if I lift up my sleeve, it's like, well, it's not as well. No, you don't have a farmer's tan or nothing. It used to be really bad. It used to be like sleep. You've been working, working shirtless. Like they're like. I get like, sometimes. Uh, I get paid extra to do it. No, <laughs> I'd do it. If they offered a tip. I'll do it. <laughs> but anyways, no, uh, nobody wants to see me work shirtless. That's I don't want to work shirtless either. Having to crawl yeah, under a trailer know. house shirtless. No. Yeah, Brent's job shirtless would suck. Like you're just yeah, getting grease like burn. splashed all over you. <laughs> oh, that'd be horrible, bro. I got like fucking terrible burns Ooh. just all over Holy me, man. Shit. Yeah. Imagine uh, that. But your nipple. On your yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be horrible. Man. <laughs> <laughs> They're like ten more dollars. <laughs> Some hostile shit. No, but anyways, don't uh, do anything interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Any you guys do anything interesting? Because I did not. No. Uh, let me think. Let me think. 
I'll explain why. Not really, but that's just because I was doing a bunch of work shit, like working really hard. But now all that's over. Now I'm in the chill zone. Now life is the chill zone for a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome nice. to the chill zone. So, you know. Chill speak podcast. Yeah. That's our like <laughs> non-video game podcast. We just chill and speak. Yeah, but anyways, uh, Devin, anything? No, just a lot of work. All right, then. Let's get into currently playing, and we're going to jump into this. I am now over 90 hours into Tears of the Kingdom. The game Damn. dropped, what, 10 days ago, I think? Not even. Yeah, something like that. I'm not sure. It's been my whole life uh, for the past two weeks or whatever this has been. And um, I can tell you, this game is, like, it seems like there's no end to it. Like, it won't end there's just so much shit, and I feel like I'm missing a lot of stuff. Like, I think I have like s- 70 shrines. I've got like three rings of stamina, like 12 hearts or something. Like, I, I don't, I don't know how the the math works out on that. So it's like four, basically four shrines equals one heart, heart or stamina. So whatever. I've got three. Oh, stamina. you can pick between the staminas and the hearts. Yeah, each time you get four, you have to you choose with, at the little goddess oh, statue fuck. which one you want to put it towards. That's a hard choice. It is a hard choice, but <laughs> eventually, you know, um, at some point, you I'm not going to tell you where to find it because it's kind of a secret, but it, it, it's one of the quests. You'll eventually find one that will let you pay to, re- like, give back one of your staminas or your hearts to swap it out with something else or whatever, depending on how you want to do it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so been playing the ever living shit out of this, um, and I I love it. Like every little bit of it. Um, it, I don't know how to talk about it without doing like minor spoilers. So like I'm not gonna spoil story or anything like that. Just like gameplay mechanics and things like that. I'm gonna talk about. So um, if you don't want anything spoiled, you might want to skip ahead like ten minutes or whatever because we're just gonna be talking about Breath of the Wild for a little bit here. Um. Yeah. So, like, uh, Brent, you tell me how you feel about everything first. So, okay, I'm just starting out, right? Like, uh, I just got off the Sky World or whatever, and I got to the little place, and I shot myself out of that first tower, and basically did the first like Assassin's Creed Eagle thing, where you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you like see the lay of the land or whatever. I do want to say. Ubisoft created that that idea of like, you know, the lookout tower type situation, but this game fucking perfects it. Wait yeah. wait till you start no, no no wait to that first one there's no real like way to like you just go and it unlocks and you shoot up in the sky. Every single one going from there is a completely different puzzle to try and get it to open for you to like oh. go in. Like I'm making my way to another one right now. That's my goal. Is like every time I go into a new region, I'm gonna hit the tower. You have to. First, you know. Yeah, That's yeah. Just the thing, you know. Dude, and like it, I'm telling you, it makes every single one of them like a fun like experience. Well, the cool thing is you can go back to the tower via fast travel and then shoot yourself out of it over and over again and go to different shrines and stuff mm-hmm. that are like in the nearby vicinity, you know, which I find fun. And it's very fun. I mean? Yeah. Like just it's kind of like bungee jumping to all the new places, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Oh yeah. Um yeah, I like 
building things. I like the idea that like you make like little cars and like boats and shit to get where you need to okay. go. Okay, how know? many fucked up Korok tortured contraptions have y'all made? I have not. I've not many. <laughs> I've gotten like <laughs> Brent, not forty. <laughs> No, 45 or 50 Korok seeds at this point. And there's like way too many. Like I started just skipping over them, but they are important. Make sure you get out. I've got like seven right now. Yeah. At, at, when you first start, get a bunch of them because you're going to, you'll realize later you're going to run into this character at some point, you know, uh, I'm, good luck, but, it, and you'll need them. So, um, yeah, I've been trying, I mean, I figure they're important. And like, well, in the first game, they weren't important. They like well, didn't, didn't mean the first anything. Game, so yeah, like, I will say this: I don't mind. I okay, the first game I didn't like because of the weapon durability. Yeah, I was gonna ask I about fucking that. Fucking hated it. Mm-hmm. Okay, in this game, I actually just want my weapons to break so I can smash some new shit together. Fucking like test it out. The most fun part about this game is taking your weapon and mashing it together with some random bullshit and making a new weapon out of it. Like mm-hmm. I don't know why. But it's so much fucking fun. Like, it's so fucking stupidly fun to, like, take whatever dumb shit the, the dude you just killed dropped and, like, take a weapon off of him and then mash it together with, like, the fucking big knife thing that's laying on the ground next to him and make a whole new weapon. I don't know. It's great. Yeah, you got, like, a mix of... So there's, like, spear-type weapons where you do a lot of poking. Then you got, like, a hammer-type weapon. You got... Do um, a lot of bonking. Like a lot of bonking, but it's also <laughs> useful for like breaking rocks, rocks and yeah. things around the map. Like sometimes you'll come across like a wall that you can only get through if you have a big bonky hammer or a know? bomb. Like a you bomb. can shoot like yeah. bomb arrows. Which the, a great thing about this one, all the arrows like you just find normal arrows. There's no fire arrows, ice arrows, whatever arrows, and you can attach anything to the end of that arrow. Though, like like you'll be if you jump in the air. Like, it slows down time when you pull out, you draw your arrow, and then, like, you can go up into the menu, and just, like, any item material you picked up, you can, like, strap it to the end of the arrow and shoot it. So, like, you can, like, stick a bomb on the end of it, a little fire, uh, you know, jelly from, like, one of the choo-choos that you killed or whatever the fuck. Doesn't matter. You can literally stick. You can yeah. stick a banana on the end of it. Oh, I've seen lots of things stuck to the end of arrows. Yeah. <laughs> it's lots cool. of phallic things. It's very fun, dude. People, yeah, people's imaginations. I saved have been up going a bunch of bombs expect. and fought this big giant guy in the underworld like earlier today. I oh fought, damn! I fought him like seven times and I finally beat him. Fucking. It's very Dark Soulsy in the combat in a way like it, it feels looks like elden ring the whole yeah. game looks like they were like oh okay elden ring was popular let's just fucking make our game look exactly like that like a lot of the monsters even look like fucking monsters yeah they're a little darker looking koala um, sword said yo where's game speak dog at oh he, he he's laying under the under table, the table yeah. right now <laughs> he, he'd be chilling calm yeah yeah i can't hype him up anymore he's a fucking just party animal dude um but yeah, so like the uh, the bow is my favorite. Like I use the bow for everything. Yeah. Um. The the you know melee weapons are dope, but later on in the game, you know, obviously you, you get uh like I played for seventy hours before I ran into a um a boomerang, but like some people were having boomerangs in like the first ten hours. That's what I love about this game. Is like depends on how you explore yeah. what Once you come you across. Once you have the boomerang, do you just have it, or is it like no? It's just another weapon. It's okay. just another breakable weapon. But like, I never ran into any of them. But now I see them all the time. 
uh, like just in the areas that I've been going to. But like you can, uh, the cool thing about the bow or the boomerang is you can strap, you know, like a fucking, you know, uh, like moblin fucking spike on the end of it, and, like toss it. And it does, you know, extra damage. And whenever it comes back, you have to hit A to catch it. Like, it can just, like, go past you if you don't, like, catch oh, it. It's cool. so cool, dude. Like, I mean, I've been getting good with the parrying in this game. Have you done any mm-hmm. parrying? Oh, yeah. No, but, dude, another cool thing that you probably don't know that you can do, and they don't even tell you, you know, it's just at a random shrine, like, you know, like a hundred shrines in. Uh, but basically, you can skate on your shield. Like, if you... What? Yeah, if you if you're like going down a grassy hill or like sand or anything like that, you if you jump, hit L to pull out your shield and then tap A, he'll like s- jump on it like and start sliding down the hill. What? Yeah, That's he, cool. It's so cool, dude. Like <laughs> this game, it's you can it's like a sim. Like you can do anything. It's just a big sandbox. I like but, how reactive everything is to you. you oh yeah. Know? Like I feel like that. Like almost everything in the world has some sort of physics attached to it, and like characters like npcs in the game like react when you like pop through the floor they like get all they like get all surprised like whoa like yeah if you target a friendly npc with like a weapon drawn they like you know like ah don't do that you know i Mm -hmm. don't know it's 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 a lot more reactive than like a lot of other switch games that you know yeah well that's it that's the weird thing this game feels like like even though it's so open and free and like you can literally break anything it still feels like that they designed it that way it doesn't yeah. feel like just like you know like say goat simulator or whatever where they just throw you in and like the game's just buggy and like it, things are just randomly in random places and stuff like this game it feels designed like every little inch of everything feels like it has a purpose yeah. and that it was supposed to be there i'm like how is that fucking possible Dude, this yeah, map like, is so big almost every roof up that has something crazy for you to blast through to the top above it you yep. know and i've noticed like I've, I've gotten to most of my quest objectives by just like blasting through to the roof from the floor underneath you know what uh-huh. I mean? and i think there's a lot of shit i'm skipping like you, you know might I mean? be you it, that's the thing is like every area has something like literally just i'm like a fucking groundhog dude i just be <laughs> popping up I didn't want to cut you off. I was waiting for no, you to finish. No, that's okay. No, Koalasaur, <laughs> real quick, said uh, we need a dedica- dedicated GameSpeak doggo cam. Hell yeah. It's just Except like down it's there. Under, yeah, you just be looking be at our legs the yeah. whole time. licking my shoe the entire time. <laughs> that would be cute, We actually. could probably use a camera like that, too, to make sure he ain't eating no wires. <laughs> well, we have a tiny little microphone for him down He's there. But sorry, go ahead, Brad. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. I think I've pretty much finished my thought there. But like, so once again, 90 hours in, I don't think I've even seen, like I've gotten all the lookout towers and everything. I've done the four four main campaign, you know, like right at the beginning where it's like, oh, the four phenomenons or whatever, like, you know, the first little missions that pop yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I've done those, which by the way, it's going to change your whole game once you finish one of those, like. Like it changes the way everything plays. I'm not going to explain why, but it does. So, um, like it's a it's a whole separate game after you start finishing those. Um, but like you just realize how deep everything is. Like in this game, it's such a it's so well thought out, but so charming too. It's still like 
feels like Zelda. That's the weird part. Is like this one feels so much more like Ocarina I was just of Time say, to me. That's what I like about it. Is like okay, first of all, the first game. Like when I say the first game, I mean Breath of, Breath the, of the Wild. Yeah, like one of the big things that turned me off of Breath of the Wild was just the lack of like interaction with other NPCs. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there's NPCs and towns and stuff in the game, but, it but just, they didn't do anything. They didn't feel like full like this. Like in this game. Like, they're moving around, like, you know, on their own little paths and stuff. Living. Like, yeah, they're living, doing their thing, you know what I mean? Like, there's character to it. Like, you go to the shop and you try to take something off the shelf and he's like, hey, don't fucking take that. That's yeah. not your shit, you know? Like, it's got, <laughs> it's got more character to it, like the old games did, you no. know what I mean? It just has that vibe, like that old Zelda vibe, but also it's darker than the already sort of dark Breath of the Wild, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, D- darker thematically like yeah, yeah. the thing the thing about Not breath of the wild darker, is very that bright and beautiful actually a lot of times yeah Bre- breath of the wild was supposed to be directly after the calamity or whatever so like the world had just been destroyed and you were basically in the apocalypse so there wasn't that many people around that like the world felt desolate and shit this one they're rebuilding the world and then like the upheaval happens or whatever so you have all these people still just trying to build you know cities and stuff like that so it's it's fun. Um, you know, there's so many people to talk to, so many interesting characters you run into that have very Majora's Mask vibes and things like that. Yeah. Um, I've already done a few really simple side quests that are just like, you know, passive, like, hey, can you do this for me type things? And it was, and they've all been really fun and had a lot of character to them. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just like a simple fetch quest. It's like a... A whole story and usually, like a character. Yeah, or if it's not, it's like a really clever little puzzle that's like, you know, Rewarding. original. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that that's the other thing. In Breath of the Wild, it felt like every time you would do these huge things, like these huge quests, and then they'd give you like... 10 apples or some shit and i'm like bro what the <laughs> fuck and this one i feel like you're adequately rewarded for a lot of the things you do like they give you something worth it but there are some things that are way better than others um like i hate not being able to fully talk about this um game because there are so many things that like if you knew were coming you would be so hyped but like i can't even talk about it so yeah. it's like but like one thing if you uh, start to find like maps, like treasure maps. It, they, they're like you'll find um, these typically in the uh, the sky uh, islands or whatever. You'll find like treasure maps um, for the depths, like the underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, find those because those are real rewards. Those are like some badass shit, like that, like permanent badass shit. Or I found a fucking weapon in the depths earlier. Like I was like roaming the depths, right? Just shooting bright bloom seeds in front of me and then walking and then shooting a bright bloom seed and walking, you know, doing the, doing the depth walk, you know? <laughs> and I fucking, uh, came across this like rock, right? With like mm-hmm. a fucking shadow monster on top of it, like holding a weapon. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is going to be some sort of monster or something. No. And I like got up on it and it was just like a mannequin basically holding the weapon and let me have this cool spear. Yeah. Those are the non-decayed weapons. Like, ah, so okay. like all the weapons you find in the depths are non, they're not decayed. Now they just have more like stamina to them or something like yeah basically they're more durable um but the thing about like um these maps and like uh, treasure maps and finding these weapons and things like um there don't 
Uh, not those weapons. Those weapons are fine. But whenever you start getting to the treasure maps and you find these secret areas and like uh, save them, don't use them, whatever you find. Like if you find something that can be like if it is a weapon, save it because you're going to wish you saved it for like something later. Um, and like I, and I'm doing all this as, as like a, you know, like retroactively, like I wish I could go back and, you know, do these things. Um, but yeah, so hang on to them. And then, uh, oh man, there's just so much, there's so many, um, re like, uh, callbacks to like Ocarina of Time and like, uh, even Wind Waker and things like that in this game. I won't tell you where or what, but eventually you'll run into Easter eggs that are just so badass. They already but, said I'm going to go to the Gerudos. So I assume that there's some sort of like Gerudo desert that you're going to go oh, to. Oh, yeah, but that was in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. See, again, I didn't play Breath of the Wild. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about like actual like, like callbacks to it. Like they'll, oh, they'll okay. mention it and stuff like that in, in cool ways. And, uh, but yeah, I guess I, I, I'm going to give it like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to give Brent another week or so before we should do like a spoiler t speak where we just like fucking sit down and just fucking crash course talk about all the crazy cool shit in it for people who don't mind hearing the you yeah. know the spoiler stuff once you've got more than a week i'm gonna slow play this one you know oh yeah, I yeah. Mean, like... whenever you're done basically is what i'm saying yeah. once once you're way further along but i'm not even done with the i haven't even finished the main campaign yet like I'm not even done with the story yet. Then I'm like as a 90 hours in, I still have to go fight, you know, the the main enemy. So I think I'm about to do a lot of like shrine unlocking in the next day or two, you know what I mean? Get my hearts up, get my stamina uh, up, you know. Yeah, I the crazy thing is is I was like so worried about like after Elden Ring, I was like there's no way Zelda can be good, you know, after Elden Ring. I was completely wrong. Like, this game is, like, honestly, I'm having more fun with it than I did with Elden Ring, you it know, at this point. It feels way bigger than Elden Ring. It's so much bigger. You the know? map is insane. But that, you know, that being said, it sucks because now Breath of the Wild, which was one of my favorite games of all time, I, I feel is just completely obsolete at this point. Like, it's literally, they took Breath of the Wild and made it into what it should have been, I guess. It's like, they, they basically just... But I didn't think it was possible to be better than Breath of the Wild. Well, and they I, fucked I like Breath that of the they Wild. Fixed all the problems I had with Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild was like unplayable to me because for like a few reasons. But like they've addressed everything that I had an issue with and, and you know, and then some. Like yep. the weapon durability thing is I feel like directly addressed by the fucking fuse and the, the fuse. fun. Yeah, it makes it fun, you know? Mm hmm And and they're constantly dropping weapons in this one. Like there's just weapons everywhere. I feel uh, like Breath yeah. of the Wild it was a lot harder to get access to weapons, you know, and they were breaking and stuff like that. Anyways, um sorry, well, I played a new game this yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had nothing to input on any of that. I was just letting y'all you know, speak your piece, but I played a new game this week and had a lot of fucking fun with it. Was that Outlast Trials? How was it? You played it? Yeah, dude. You got the dim or the no, it's out. It's, it's out? out. Yeah, early access. What? Dude, yes. What? I'm about to go buy that when I get home. The premise, like how they set it up and everything. Wait, it's multiplayer, right? Yes. Four player, up to four. Oh, uh, up to four player co-op. I'll, I'll go get that shit tonight. Dude. Okay. Yeah. And it's not even that big of a file. I, I think it's say... like, it's in, it's under 50 gigabytes. Okay, it might still take me a while to download. It's like 30, but it was like in the 30s, I think. I'm going to get uh, it. 
But no. How much for, was it? Like it's thirty dollars. Oh damn! Yeah, I thought it was like bucks. a full price game. Bitch, yeah, me too. Let's go. Yeah, I so, need something for my forty seventy to do. It's just sitting there like it's a play game. It's a me. really shiny game too. Like, <laughs> it, it looks really good. It plays really good. Um, instead of being so like they kind of set it up, and this isn't really spoiler because you kind of see this in the beginning. So how they set it up is like you're captive with a bunch of other people in rehabilitation, uh, okay. and these trials. Or to rehabilitate you. Is it mandatory online? Can you play offline if you choose to? I, no, you need to play with a person, I think. Because okay. there's some... Have you been playing with people? Yeah, so me and, my, uh, me and our boy Hans from our Discord group, uh, we both got it and we were playing it. We were just doing duos at first. And then we actually ran with two randoms as well, four oh. people. And, um, I want to play. Dude, Aww. it puts you in like this little, you're in basically like a little mock prison and like the, 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 uh, pregame lobby. There's like a pregame lobby that you, uh, you have your own little room and stuff that you can customize and you can change your clothes and stuff. And then you can go down to like the main area and try to party up with people or you can just queue up and have people join your, your Is group. there like a story to it or is it just like random matches and it's, then it ends? No. So, well, there's a, there's there's like a sequence to it it's not necessarily a story like but it's like dead there's like five different like... trials and each trial is different and you like you you go you like and there's different parts to each trial um and then each each whole trial has a different theme to it like the first okay. one is but a there's police not station. like an overarching like story no not like all. a connected story no it's just a bunch of different okay. challenges you go in and you have like an objective to complete wow running from are you playing oh, okay. the same character in each trial or yeah you're it... yeah it's you like you create a character and everything uh, okay. and you can customize your character and like what they wear and all kinds of shit and just be chilling in the pregame lot you can like arm wrestle people in the pregame lot in like the Sweet. pregame prison and uh and then you also have attributes and stuff that you can get because whenever you complete a trial you get points and then these little tickets to get different skills and um and abilities and stuff was it spooky so and uh, that's what I was gonna say. So it is it's scary, but not in like the psychological scary that like the first one, like the first one to me, like was really psychologically spooky and yeah. everything. Um, it's still scary as fuck, but in more of like a oh my god, oh my god, I gotta get the fuck away! Like this thing's yeah. gonna fucking kill me type shit. Like it's anxious, it's anxiety driven out the ass because you're trying to do this shit while in this area where the bunch of other crazies. Um, and like the, there's a, it's different challenges and stuff, but like, I'll give you one instance. The first one that you do, um, you have to, it's called kill the snitch and you're in a police station and you have to sneak your way into the police station. And like the settings and the maps are really, really well done. Like it all looks really good and really gory and really just dark. And, um, you have to sneak into the police station. You got to sneak past a bunch of crazy looking, there's all kinds of different bad guys in this one. Um, like they look all kinds of different and have, and some of them have different abilities and some can see, uh, some can't see, but can hear real good, different weapons and shit. And then they also all have their own little personalities of like fucked up shit that they say or do or how they search for you. And, um, and so like you just go through and then you have to like push this guy that you're, you're like, the objective is to kill him. You're, he's in, he's strapped to a chair on a cart. And there's a track that you got to push them through the whole police station and unlock doors as you're going and avoid a whole bunch of shit. You can get like this psychosis stuff sprayed on you that if you get, um, there's like one bad guy that'll pop out of doors out of nowhere and he'll grab you 
and he has like this sprayer and he just sprays you in the face and then you start you get psychosis and you start going crazy and there's like this um basically like slender man that starts coming after you in your head and then like everything's all fucked up and like really like really good representation of actually like tripping and you have to run from slender man because if you don't he'll actually take your health down just from like your mental deterioration oh that's cool Uh, but it makes it really fucking hard to like do anything or really see straight and so you're just running screaming but then like the whole the whole team aspect of it is great because like you can kind of you can choose to like protect your teammates or you can kind of fuck them over like if you're getting chased by some big motherfucker and you run you can like run to one of your teammates and like run past him and then he'll change he'll like change uh his focus onto them and shit like that okay um it's it's a lot of fun me me and hans have been playing it a bunch and like it gets just fucking hectic and just anxious out the ass like and then, like, there's jump scares everywhere and everything. And it's just, it's stressful, but it's a lot of fun. Dude, I'll jump on there with you. I'll go get that as soon as I get home. It, dude, it, it's fun. And then, like, you have level progression and everything. And, like, um, there's, there is, like, an end game you can eventually get reborn and rehabilitated and, and escape. I don't know what happens after you escape. Hmm. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. I, me and Hans are thinking you just get killed or something. I don't know. It seems too good to be true. <laughs> But uh, but I've only done the first part of the second trial so far, um, and I've put several hours into the game. Oh man, I can't wait to get in there with you, dude. Yeah, I'll run the I'll run the police station and stuff with you. It's hell yeah, dude. Yeah, and you can sneak, you can grab items, you can throw stuff, and like just try to distract the bad guys um, or stun them. And hell, stuff I'll like just that. be the distraction, bro. I'll just run in circles, and you can figure well, that's out the all thing. the puzzles. You have, you have stamina. Oh shit! Yeah, you can't run forever. Oh and, shit! And that was my strategy in the original Outlast games. I would just like, yeah. haul ass and fucking look for what I needed to run. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Yeah, they they stopped that because yeah, I went back and played the first Outlast just to see how the, like the difference between the graphics and everything in in the game itself, which it still holds up. But there's a there's significant difference. Um, but now like there's a fuck ton of hiding spots and stuff, all kinds of different things you can hide in, doors you got to break through or try to get around to unlock um just a whole lot of stuff and it's the way that they did it with like the trials and everything with the co-op and whatnot like it's it's really well done i think man speaking of spooky games with beautiful graphics i tried that fucking uh layers of fear demo that came out the new layers of fear game yeah how was that it's beautiful that's for sure fucking it's really fucking trippy uh i don't know i definitely recommend trying the demo it's free if you just want like eye candy for your fucking computer I don't know. It's really trippy. Fucking. Is the game good though? It's uh, it's kind of. It seems like what they wanted to do with the original Layers of Fear. Like it's a lot like the original one, but like better. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So if you've never played the first one, it's probably spooky walking simulatory. But this one actually has monsters that'll attack you. I, I guess is it said there was, but like I didn't finish the whole demo. You know what I mean? I wasn't even going to bring it up, but it's it's beautiful, fucking. So if you, you know, I was going to play the whole demo before yeah. I brought it up, but hell yeah. But um, but yeah, Outlast Trials. If you like the Outlast series, definitely give it a try. Hell yeah. Does it have like single player shit? I don't think so. No, because like oh. there's there's some things in the maps that like you need a second person to get through. Mm. Like there's doors that you have to do a co-op like bash through, or like a ledge that mm. you got to like give somebody like a a hike up to and then they have to grab you to get up 
They don't so, have like NPCs or something. I don't. Know? I don't think so. I think this is an online only experience. Okay. So, but the we we uh like I said we queued up with two randoms and actually ended up being really good and the mics and stuff like the in-game communication is actually really good like when you're like when when you're in earshot of each other there's like echoes through the rooms and stuff and then but whenever you're out of earshot it's like a little radio that's in your left ear and oh, you hear the cool. players and stuff and so like if you know if shit is going down or like there's some giant motherfucker screaming behind you trying to rape you. Like you cannot hear your teammates talking to you. So you're just running, screaming, like trying to survive. Uh, and it makes it really hectic. Like there's that a lot of really elements fun. that it, yeah, it, it's like, think of it as like literally just like a gory horror game show. Basically. Like is a really good way to put it, but okay. it's fun. I like it. I like it. Definitely going to get in there. Uh, let's see. Fucking, I also finished Jedi Survivor. I don't know if you guys, if I talked about that last week, but it doesn't really matter because we weren't like on the air last week. So, what do you give it? I'd give it like a nine out of ten. You know, damn, that's high up. Very, very a lot of people are giving game. it very high regard. Yeah, it's right. better than the first game, and the first game was really good. I like so, the first one. You know, it's way. It's like the first game times like three. Like, you know, just multiply everything about the first game times three. Have you played it in the last four days? What, the Jedi Survivor? Uh-huh. No, I haven't. Because I saw... And this Did you get is, a patch or something? Yeah, I was just about to say, uh, I just... Oh, wait, you didn't get it out. Did you get it on console? Yeah, I got it on PS5. Oh, never mind. It's a PC patch. Yeah, I knew the PC version was having issues. So. Yeah. That was one of my articles, but it was going to be real short. But since we're talking about it, yeah, uh, PC just got a patch like four days ago. Oh, good. Hell yeah. Good, good for them. <coughs> good also, for them. <laughs> I also played that Humanity game that just came out since it's on PSVR 2 and it was free on the you know PlayStation Plus what subscription is that? thing. It's like a puzzle game where you're like a little dog and you're like leading like crowds of people through like a... It's a weird ass game. Bro. You're the dog in like you're a, you're virtual reality like... First no, it's like you're dog? looking down on this uh, little diorama and there's like a little dog that's like glowing and you're making him run around and lead all these people through like this puzzle. Sounds very know. like Katamari. I kind of got bored with it, but like I could see how it would be addictive if you're into like puzzles like that, you know? It's yeah. very pretty, you know, especially in the headset and the haptic feedback is really good. That's cool. Just not for me. That haptic dog feedback. That haptic dog feedback. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel the tail wag in the control. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Uh-huh. Um, well, then let's get into the gaming news. Just so you guys know, we are using articles from gaming news sites from around the web, and we do not claim any of the articles as our own. We're simply bringing them all to one place for you. Anyways, uh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were going to kick it off. Yeah, yeah, I'll kick it off uh, with the biggest part. Uh, well, actually, we got a couple of big things, but this one I think is probably considered the biggest. It's not. You know, you're, uh, wrong. you're wrong. Uh, Sony yeah. has announced that an hour long PlayStation showcase will take place next week on May 24th. That's two days from now. Woo! So by the time you guys hear the podcast, uh, you know, if you listen to it when it goes you know, live, it'll probably be like a day or on the day of. Um, so Unless you're a real baller, just listening to it right here, yeah, right now, like a real on the baller. live stream. Yeah, you, we're talking to you. listening to Game Speak podcast live definitely makes you a baller. Like it's just a baller imagine you move, can dunk you know? like everything. You can dunk, you but can. you have to be listening to Game <laughs> Speak podcast live. live. Yeah, yeah, 
As soon as it cuts off the live feed, like you lose your powers. They've actually banned uh, <laughs> NBA games around fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, seven fifty on uh, Mondays. Mondays. Yeah, yeah. They, they won't do it. Because it's do it. cheating. Yeah, yeah. Every NBA player would be listening to us live in their pockets. <laughs> so they when they're forced the... to, they have to check them for like earpieces when they're walking Christ. out there. Like, yeah. is that Brent's voice? I hear no. <laughs> Uh, for, but uh, apparently it's coming May 24th, focusing on games coming to the PS5 and PSVR 2. So that's uh, nice. good news um, on the PSVR front. Nice. Uh, announced in a PlayStation blog post, the event will start at 1 p.m. Pacific <coughs> um, on May 20, uh, sorry, May 24th and run for a bit over an hour on PlayStation's YouTube and Twitch channels. Though it remains... Oh, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean no, to interrupt you, you. I was just gonna wow. say. I hope so we. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, want, I hope we get more about the uh, Wolverine game. I Dude, I completely forgot about yeah, that. That's like, what I want to know. Holy about. shit! Yeah. You know. Yeah. I just fucking don't Sony, know. Get your shit yeah, together. like I forgot that was like ten years ago. I think. That's when why they first... I bet they were gonna have some fucking something about it. Yeah, because it's been a while. You know? It's been a while since we heard anything about it. We had that one little teaser snippet announced. Thing. Well, that th- was it. this is the first pla- state of play since 2021, so it's been a long time. Like they, st- yeah, no, they did, they did a, a, a fucking Final Fantasy state of play. Like, yeah, but I'm talking about like a state Sony of play, state of play, like a Sony state of play, like where they just do PlayStation announcements. It's been like forever. It's been almost a year and a half, two years. These last yeah. three years have been a blur. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the reason why is because of the Xbox thing. Like, remember they were trying not to show all their shit that they're making. But um, anyway, so they're back with this state of play. It says, though it remains vague about what fans can expect, Sony does promise to showcase games in development, quote, from top studios around the world and offer, quote, a glimpse at several new creations from PlayStation Studios alongside third party and indie partners, too. Nice. So I'm hoping we get some VR announcements. I know they said something about VR, but I yeah, hope it's, 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 I hope focus it's on... not just like behemoth gameplay or something. Like I want some new announcements. I want behemoth gameplay. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> no, yeah, that's sweet and all, but I want some like announcements to get hyped about. You know what I mean? Like I want to feel that feeling GTA when they first announced Skyrim to VR. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I need that excitement in my life right now. You know. Well, whether or not it's for PSVR, they have said that they're going to basically show off new IPs. So, yeah. Um, you know. And I mean, the show's yeah. focused on PS5 and PSVR specifically. So. I'm hoping for some games that are like PS5 with a VR mode. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be cool. Like, be tough, like Hitman, you know, Hitman did a pretty good job with it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Resident Evil, Resident, all yeah. those games, you know. Yeah. That'd be nice if we could just do some of those in the future. Yeah. It says, uh, um, it says Sony does have several projects in the works at its PlayStation Studios, some of which could make an appearance. One highly anticipated game is Marvel's Spider-Man 2, for example, which is expected to launch in the fairly soon fall 2023, despite Sony showing very little of the game so far. Another PlayStation Studios headliner is Naughty Dog, which is working on a few new games, but teased its Last of Us multiplayer entry earlier this year. Sony does promise several new creations. However, meaning however, meaning we could be getting some brand new game uh, announcements. I honestly don't need to see the Spider-Man or fucking. It's like we already know what those look like. I know what those are going to be like, and I know they're going to be dope. And I, you know, I don't need to see gameplay. Like, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. And it says the last uh, state of play or 
PlayStation State of Play was in September 2021, where the publisher officially wow. revealed God yeah. of War Ragnarok, announced Marvel Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine, and Aspire even showed up to announce Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake, which, as we know, is indefinitely uh cancel basically can't have been the last one that's nuts yeah that blows my mind i feel like it was not that long ago it's been it's been a fucking long time it's literally as soon as remember because they went to court basically to try and stop xbox so they did they had to prove that they didn't have a bunch of shit remember we were talking about this it's like that's why they weren't saying anything people were like when's the next day to play when's the next day to play that's true you know how much fucking shit they're gonna announce at this fucking probably a lot hopefully a fuck ton yeah bro and honestly like what the fuck has happened since then like what the fuck like ah, brent is perturbed that's really bothering me man it's been a whole year in like three or four no it's been a year and a half since state of play feels like two months yeah (laughs) it's pretty crazy almost you know almost two four years so be there or, or be, be square. square. Huh. And then we just end huh. the podcast. Or push square. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. I'm calling the cops. The sniper just shoots me through yeah. the, <laughs> the, the It's just like the head of Sony is like, we got him. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so we finally got a little bit of a hint of a possibility on some GTA 6 news. I saw this, yeah. yeah. So publisher Take-Two Interactive may have just teased the release window for the next entry in the biggest gaming franchise of all time, Grand Theft Auto 6. Uh, it could coming be... Coming 2028. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Basically. No, I'm it could be on the way as soon as next year. So, yeah, we're still looking at a fucking year. I was hoping, like, the holiday season. But we'll no. see. No, so, I, I was listening to um, a PlayStation podcast earlier today, and he mentioned that Grand Theft Auto V still makes them $3 million a day. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. They're, like, there is a Grand Theft Auto Online. A day or a month? A day. Well, I guess $3 million a day. That's why we have it, this game. Yeah why, yeah, why put out something else if that one's still just raking in cash? Yeah, this, I mean, it's not like you got to take down GTA Online. Well, the problem is, is you're splitting. Like, if, yeah. if you have all these people in one spot and then you put out a new game, you run the risk of that game dying out and people who don't want to move on to something else, they just disappear. All right, let me throw, let me throw a curveball at you here. Okay. Well, there's a lot of issues with this. I got something rebuttaled too, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. So check it out. You got Grand Theft Auto Five, right? Okay. You got all your current players, buku money, three million dollars a day for know? the past twelve years. For the past twelve years, <laughs> it, right? it was probably more when it first came out. This is just like, imagine this is on the decline. Now let's say we drop Grand Theft Auto Six tomorrow, but we continue to support Grand Theft Auto Five and Grand Theft Auto Online as if they're still very prominent, you know, $3 million a day games. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Obviously, your funds are going to go way down on Grand Theft Auto V, but you're going to have all the capital from making the next best-selling game ever. Fucking, And if it's got an online component to it, basically all the money that you were making on Grand Theft Auto V is just going to transfer over to Grand Theft Auto VI, except for the people that are still playing Grand Theft Auto V and spending their money there. Like, yeah, but even this, if it goes down to five hundred thousand dollars a day from three million, you're still going to be compensated 
by your Grand Theft Auto 6 fucking sales and fucking online transactions. You Maybe. know what I mean? But you're also splitting your development power between two of them when, you know, both are very big projects that with GTA Online, like the reason that it's still yeah, successful to this day. Yeah, but your development power already split between the two? Aren't you already having a full team develop six? But you're not running a live. No, no, you're not G- running the no, live part. No, for specifically yet. GTA Online is what I was about to say. Is for specifically GTA Online, they've been keeping up with GTA Online on a damn near bi-weekly. Like they have updates right, every single month. But they're also developing it. Grand Theft Auto Six currently. Correct, I mean, but they're they're developing it, but with no timeline. At the same time, you I'm know, just saying you switch the development team that's currently developing six to the online, you know, resource team for six or whatever, and just like, you know, I don't know if it just works like that, but I feel like, you know, you could allocate your resources pretty adequately once the team, once the game comes out and just not change anything about the team that's like working on Grand Theft Auto Online already, you know? But then you also have the people, the player base, like, Every GTA Online player or people that I know that still play it, because I was big into GTA Online years ago, like they have been waiting for GTA 6 forever. Like it's, oh, yeah. there's going to be a huge no, chunk that leaves. That's why I'm saying, like, more than fucking, you know, three quarters of your players are going to go. But you're still going to have that fucking one quarter diehards that are like, oh, Grand Theft Auto 6 sucks ass. I'm going to play fucking five, you know, no matter how good Grand Theft Auto 6 ends up being. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, you know, the, like Take Two and you know Rockstar, they're they're a, co- a corporation, they're a company. So all they see is we're we're still making bank. We can take the time to work on this game <clears throat> before we put it out. And it's also a, a it's a calculated risk every time you put out a new game that could hinder your you know your online service platform that you've had for the past twelve years. 12 fucking years by the time like this year or it's either this year or next year grand theft auto 5 came out on the xbox 360 on the ps3 isn't that insane like it it came out on two generations ago yeah like and it's still the one of the top selling games every month i just think if you're worried about playing it safe any any worries you had about that should be quelled by the success of red dead redemption 2 you know what i mean like i feel like oh yeah we we know that grand theft auto 6 is gonna do but look at how amazing terribly red dead redemption online did that's because everybody's playing grand theft auto 5, exactly though. and well no that i mean kind of backs up my point about you could leave grand theft auto 5 online still you know what i'm saying everybody <clears> loved <throat> grand theft red dead redemption 2's story right but nobody mm-hmm. stuck around and played Red Dead Redemption online because they're all addicted to Grand Theft Auto Five online. Well, and people it also... still play Red. Like, okay, look, you could launch Grand Theft Auto Six without an online component. Well, that's what they did with the with GTA. And 5. check it out. That's probably what people gonna are still going to play Grand Theft Auto Five online. You know what I mean? Like, people will go play the fucking story on Six, be like, "Wow, that was the best game I've ever played," and then just sit their ass back down and play fucking Five some more. You know what I mean? Online, I guarantee <clears throat> it. Like, hold on. Before we get further into this, read yeah, the rest of that uh, article yeah, because they mentioned some important information. Yeah, uh, there. So in a press release issued alongside its yearly earnings report, Take-Two shared projections for the for the coming years, including a massive projection for fiscal years 2025 and 2026. For context, fiscal 2025 will begin in April of 2024. So looking ahead, uh, and this is, their, this is their statement, 
Looking ahead, fiscal 2025 is a highly anticipated year for our company. The release states, for the, last, for the last several years, we have been preparing our business to release an incredibly robust pipeline of products that we believe will take our company to even greater levels of success. In fiscal 2025, we expect to enter this new era by launching several groundbreaking titles that we believe will set new standards in our industry and enable us to achieve over $8 billion in net bookings and over $1 billion in adjusted unrestricted operating cash flow. It's insane. We expect to sustain it's not that insane if they're going to drop six. Oh, God. Holy shit. Son of a bitch. <laughs> GameSpeak dog, at it again. Gosh. We all still have audio. My ear is like... I got left yeah. ear out. Yeah, there, it goes. there it goes. All right, we're hey, back. All right. <laughs> like, we lost the light. To sustain yeah. this momentum by delivering even higher levels... Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, fiscal 2026 and beyond. No, so, I don't think that's that outrageous of a of a claim if um, oh it's not outrageous it's just crazy that it's gonna do that well yeah. well and that's what's interesting about that isn't the the high projected you know gross income or whatever it's it's the fact that they said multiple games so, yeah you know mm-hmm. so, not just grand theft auto i don't think they're they're well, they said multiple products I, I wonder what what like they said multiple, no, multiple groundbreaking titles. oh products. they yeah. on, no. so they re- said products. Read, it, read it again read it read it again real quick robust pipelines pipeline of projects that we believe you know will take our company even greater levels of success so, okay read that whole statement again yeah just the read very beginning it of the, just, read the quotes Sorry, Out loud, I just want to hear the exact context in which this is used because it's very important. It could be the difference between several really important. No, they games. said, "Look, we expect to enter this new era by launching several groundbreaking titles yeah. that we believe will set new standards in our industry." That's a big okay. statement, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's it's not it. just like, okay, we're launching fucking Grand Theft Auto alongside fucking Hoopty Doo Three. Mm-hmm. You know, like fucking this is going to be some kind of dope. Which I think from take two, I think that warrants even IP. more. I think that warrants even more to leaving GTA Online Five in like behind and not cutting development for it to focus on the yeah, other stuff. It might be the GTA Six and GTA Six Online because I don't know what else could even stand close to GTA for them to call mm-hmm. it groundbreaking. Red Dead Redemption Three. No, it's too soon. GTA. Th- they could have a whole new IP. They could be Bully, the new Bully game. There's a lot of things that. But Rockstar- groundbreaking that changes the entire industry. It's not going to be Bully. Well, yeah, Grand says- Theft Auto might be groundbreaking, but like I think whatever else it is might just be a really good AAA game that like you know. I'm I'm like it just basing off of what he said. I'm gonna bet that it's GTA Six and online, yeah. and like two two separate entities, just like GTA Five is. It's like two separate. I things. think online is gonna be included with Grand Theft Auto Six. It's Dude, not gonna be two different games. What if they no? Go... But they look at them as two separate things. Yeah, for sure. But like, I I, I don't think that's <laughs> what we're talking about here. I think we got a whole different like IP. Maybe. So, uh, IGN know. goes on to say, like, while Take Two doesn't explicitly name Grand Theft Auto here, it's hard to imagine any other franchise doing this work for them. For one, Take Two's net bookings this past fiscal year reached five point three billion. There's no question. A record annual high. Notably, this record was achieved thanks to the contributions of Zynga, which it acquired last year. Prior to this, Take Two's regular annual net bookings were looking roughly in three billion in the three billion ballpark and steadily rising. It took uh, it took the acquisition of a major mobile developer to see them leap over one billion in the space of a single year. It's well, they're obviously insane. talking about Grand Theft Auto, but the question is: Are they also talking 
about something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I just the fact that they think it's gonna be it's gonna change the entire industry. I don't think that they would mention anything other than Grand Theft Auto in that situation. Or at least in my opinion. Like I mean, obviously I could be completely wrong. I wouldn't I mean, be surprised if we saw GTA online like transfer the ability to transfer because that's another thing that people are gonna be really pissed off about if it's all a fresh start on GTA Online when people have put, you know, hundreds of dollars in shark cards into their accounts and stuff. Um Yeah, I mean that would be nice, but you know. Yeah, it also wouldn't make them as much money. Yeah. Probably won't happen, you know. I think for that purpose, again, they'll just keep the servers online for GTA. There, wasn't there a rumor about multiple maps, too, though? There's a lot of rumors, and I'm yeah. not sure how many of them are. Dude, what if, they did, what if the next GTA Online didn't just include the GTA Online 6 map, but all like multiple maps to go to and shit? That would be, be insane. Have a whole GTA world. Check into the airport. Yeah, and fly to a different city. Fly back to San Andreas, or fly back to... Um, Liberty City, like that'd be interesting. Fly to Vice, like well, I think yeah, I think this one's supposed to be back in Vice City. I think that's what this one is supposed to be, or at least what I've heard. Um, we'll see though. Uh, uh, like, but I'm super excited for GTA. So I want to know what yeah. what the groundbreaking aspect of it is. Like, that's going to change the industry. That part, it's like GTA Five. I guess kind of did that in a way. Like, they created the online like game as a platform to the next level but like what is it about this one that's going to change shit? i think uh they're probably going to take a lot of the things that were successful about red dead 2 and, and implemented into grand theft auto world you know like animals and stuff like the whole hold left trigger to like decide what you're going to do with people on the street like you can rob people greet people antagonize people threaten people yeah. well yeah they said know? interaction is going to be huge in yeah this like i think it's going to be a big change as far as just like minimalist interactions on a smaller scale you know like i don't know i don't remember i don't we nobody knows anything no, about and take two's all... got i guarantee take two's got some good fucking or oh, rock star it's, it's gonna be so fucking stupidly good like i can't wait to play it whatever what if it's not Ooh. I don't know. No, okay, it's gonna. If I had to bet GTA money on anything, succeed. like it would be that <laughs> Starfield is gonna be good, and that Grand Theft Auto, yeah. fucking six is gonna. be I mean, good. dude, like, what what bad game has Rockstar put out in the last twenty years? Oh man, any any that you name would have to be like arguable. You know, it would right? just be very objective. You know what I mean? Yeah, just like personal like, preference. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly feel like at least they all, curate their all games of their games so at good. least have something to like about it. Yeah. Even the worst Do they, yeah. Rockstar games, you know? Well, just Rockstar, hurry the fuck up. Like, I mean, they don't have to. No, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't got to do shit, bro. Uh, yeah, guys, chill out on GTA Online. Quit making them so fu- so much money. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And people are like, why don't we have GTA 6? As they fucking just, just spend more money on GTA Throw all their money at it. Like, all right. Uh, let's see. Nintendo Switch Online is expanding with three more Super Mario Advance games on May 26, which will join the other games on the service that were added in February. I saw this. This is weird because it's like none of these were on. Remember whenever they first showed it off, like that they were adding the Game Boy Advance and the Game Boy and the um, what was the other system? The N64. And they like showed they were like, these titles are coming later. Like they showed off like all these titles. These weren't even on that list of titles. Like some we still haven't gotten some of the ones that they showed, you know, initially 
Yeah, it's really weird what they've chosen to do. You know? Like, I, I really don't understand. And then you got Yoshi's Island Super Mario Advance 3, which is, like, cool and all, but it's like, you've already got Yoshi's Island, like, on the SNES. Yeah, and this is the you know worst I mean? version of it. Like, It's like, so why would they give you a worse version of a game that you already have access to on their platform? You know what I mean? It's a Nintendo being Nintendo. It's like them giving you Donkey Kong Country for Game Boy Color when you already have it. <laughs> you have it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, And that's the thing. So, like, this, they gave you Super Mario World for the Game Boy Advance and Super Mario 2, basically. The, you know, yeah. Doki Doki Panic Mario. Um now the only difference is, is like apparently there's more levels or something like that they added on on the Game Boy Advance one, but still even that's not worth it, you know? Yeah. It's like give us good shit. Like uh, why three Mario <laughs> games? <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I, they won't, you know, they're like you're going to pay for that shit anyways, you I know? actually really like last year I bought a year of the fucking service or whatever mm-hmm. but, and I didn't use it like one time. Not once, bro. Fucking, and I really regret it. So, honestly, haven't used my Switch at all until Zelda came out. So, my poor little Switch has just been sitting there, unused. Unswitched. Unswitched until now. Switched off, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, well, Breath of the Wild will make up for all of that time. It really is. Or not Breath of the Tears of the Kingdom. One thing I've yeah. noticed after playing with the Steam Deck for so long is how fucking lightweight and small the the Switch is. I know, like, dude. It is really compact. It like doesn't even have a fan. You can like hold it up. It's super little. I love it. Um, all right, let's get into another big uh, round of news here. Warner Bros. Games and NetherRealm Studios have officially revealed that a rebooted Mortal Kombat 1 will arrive on September 19th for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Did y'all uh, see the trailer for it? Uh, yeah, I yes. did. It looks pretty fucking good. It was just cool. CG. Like, I, yeah. I, they didn't show anything. Yeah, we didn't get any gameplay. Everybody's like, oh, it looks crazy, but it's like, you know. I, dude, I've never I'll gave a fuck about the, the fucking... story of Mortal Kombat. I've never played a Mortal Kombat and been like, what's happening right now in the I mean, story? I'm the very gameplay, intrigued. The gameplay is going to be close to the cinematic. Because, like, Mortal, Mortal Kombat 11 was like. Oh, it was beautiful. The, yeah, the, yeah. The gameplay and the cinematics were damn near. Identical. I don't expect it to look bad no. whatsoever. Yeah. I just wanted to see what the game is. Like, yeah, like, I want to see the actual gameplay for sure yeah it says uh following an earnings call tease earlier this year warner bros discovery and netherrealm announced mortal kombat 1 officially on its website and it released a reveal trailer uh, quote mortal kombat 1 is the latest title in the acclaimed mortal kombat video game franchise developed by award-winning netherrealm studios reads the post on the website the game will introduce a reborn mortal kombat universe that has been created by the fire god Liu kang featuring reimagined versions yeah, of Kang's iconic fucking, characters he's a god now yeah. Okay. Which, which follows from eleven. I'm pretty sure. I, like yeah. I said, I, I don't know. No, I think it, it's retconning some of the stuff. Like it's it's not following the other ones. It's a complete reboot. Well, no, Liu Kang became a god in ten or eleven, though. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. What it is is it like there's like some an alternate big, ending. Yeah, there's some big huge thing happened. Yeah, some big yeah. huge thing happened. Liu Kang's a god now. Yeah. So okay. Uh, yeah. Is it interesting? <laughs> Well, they were like one of the enemies in Eleven was like she had like control of like time and everything or some shit. Yeah, dude, I honestly could it not gets fucking whole, tell you. Yeah, the whole story. I, I'd have to ask my cousin. He plays the shit out of Mortal Kombat. The stories in these games are—it's like 
just a acid trip. None of it makes any I sense. I fucking suck at Mortal Kombat nowadays, oh. though. <laughs> Me my too. cousin I'm really beats bad. my ass. <laughs> I don't even stand a chance. <laughs> uh, it says, featuring reimagined versions of iconic characters as they've never been seen before, along with a new fighting system, game modes, bone-crushing finishing moves, and more. Uh, these characters so far include Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden, uh, Kung Lao, Katana, Melina, which apparently people were excited about. Like, I don't understand. Uh, Melina's Shang- always in Shang- shit. Sang- Apparently, in 11, she wasn't in there for a while, and people oh. were pissed off about it. Um, and then Johnny Cage and many more. Johnny Cage. Yeah, Nether- NetherRealm has confirmed these characters to feature in a new story mode, but is yet to reveal which other game modes will feature in Mortal Kombat 1. Pre-ordering a $109 and 99 cent premium edition will get players early access beginning on September 14th alongside 1,250 dragon crystals, the in-game oh, currency. Um, a Johnny Cage skin styled after John Claude Van Damme. Early access to six new playable characters and five new cameo fighters. Apparently that's a new thing. It says these cameo fighters are a new roster of characters that assist the player during matches. They've been doing that since 10. Oh, wait, no. No, no, no not the... I'm sorry. That I thought serious, you were talking man. about the... Uh, no, not DLC like, oh, here's fucking Which, the Terminator. Yeah. Like, no, 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 dude. So the, one of the deal, the leaked DLCs or possibly leaked DLC characters is going to be uh, Homelander from The Boys. The Boys, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Apparently. And, and, but I don't think you, you'll you play as the cameo fighters. Like, they'll just assist you. I think it's going to be hop like Street Fighter. Yeah. Okay. Which is kind of lame. I'm actually opinion. cool with that. Like, the fucking Mortal Kombat formula is so fucking stale. Like, I need some kind of, like, switch it up like i need yeah. anything different about the fucking just give me something different give them weapons yeah. give them f- different stances give them something like i just need it to be different than a normal mortal Kombat game give them homelander says uh, <laughs> uh these fighters are a new roster of characters that assist the player during matches and are chosen from a unique roster separate to the main mortal Kombat one characters there's also a $249 collector's edition that will be available too, just for PS5 and Xbox Series. Uh, that includes all premium edition content plus a 16.5 inch Liu Kang sculpture, three exclusive art prints, a steel case, and 1,450 additional dragon crystals. Better have a life size yeah, scorpion model. A yeah. of dragon I better get my eyes fucking just gouged out of my skull by a scorpion, dude. <laughs> get over here. Just open the steel book and a fucking chain. <laughs> <laughs> It says, uh, a beta will also take place in August for those who pre-order any version of the game on PS5 and Xbox Series, while post-launch NetherRealm will add cross-play and cross-progression. Man, PC ain't getting no love. Dude, the, um, the fact that we're about to see this on Switch, though, makes no sense to me. Like, they're not doing, like, PS4 and Xbox uh, One, but they're going to do Switch. So I don't know how that's going to work. You hearing the buzz? Yeah. I don't... Uh, yeah, I hope you guys aren't hearing the buzz. Well, no, I don't think so. No. All right, so PlayStation is finally catching up to Xbox. Um, PlayStation has officially announced the name of its upcoming accessibility controller, the Access Controller. Ah, the one place where PlayStation has to catch up to Xbox. <laughs> uh, in, a, in a new PlayStation blog post, the company unveiled new information on its accessibility controller kit, previously codenamed Project Leonardo. The access controller will include its own dedicated accessibility UI on the PS5 where you can add controller profiles, button mapping, 
and adjust the dead zones and stick sensitivity. Mm. So I got a picture here of it. Um, it looks pretty cool. Um, I don't. The Xbox still looks better as far as like you can move all the everything around. This is all just in a circle with a big analog. GameSpeak dog is wrecking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been the day for him, dude. I'm saying, but, um, but yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, folks are. Uh, I was telling uh, PlayStation just announced its accessibility controller. Oh, so, uh, yeah, I've seen the prototypes. Pretty cool, man. You know, it's always good for people. Oh, yeah. You know, I yeah. know if I lost Give my, everybody uh, hands, the opportunity. I'd want to still be able to play some games. So that's cool, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So, just um, uh, why did it take so long, Sony? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Look, let Xbox have this one win, all right? We we, we no, had that, it before. That is, yeah, I'm giving it. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> just saying it. Um, okay, here we go. Uh Let's see. All the handicapped gamers are like, oh, sweet, I can finally play good games, and they just throw their Xbox away. <laughs> oh, <No, I'm> <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what would happen, actually. <laughs> I've been waiting to play Spider-Man. No, I'm just oh, kidding. damn. <laughs> Phil Spencer, like, hits the recall button, and, like... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, it's, uh, Brent? It oh, yeah, it is Brent. All right, let's go. Let's see what we got here. All right. Um, oh, here, here's the couldn't game. Just, couldn't just let him have that one. <laughs> no. Here's the collabo that we've all been wanting. The labo? No, unfortunately. This would be so much better with a labo. <laughs> Square Enix and Future Lab have announced that Power Wash Simulator is collaborating with SpongeBob SquarePants for its next Say update. It. What? Content themed around the popular animated show will release for the game this summer. The new update includes a mini campaign with six new maps. Conch Street, the Bikini Bottom Bus, the Krusty Krab, the Paddy Wagon, the Invisible Boat Mobile, and the Mermelayer. Hold on, back up. Power Wash Simulator is made by Square Enix? Uh, I, I don't what? know. That's a good question. Well, how is Square Enix involved in any form or fashion with this i don't know what <laughs> square enix does do some weird shit sometimes though. maybe they have like the publishing rights to spongebob or something i have no idea no because they just made a spongebob game like a no no i think square enix actually you know published the, the uh power wash simulator. the power wash simulator game but i mean you know then what does future lab have to do with this Somehow they're working um, together. I don't well, know. Like, they might just be the publisher. The That's what I'm saying. They're just the <laughs> publisher, you know. Like, um, no, he's talking about who made the the you know the um the simulator. Power yeah, Power Wars. Which I I think they just published it, you know. Um, ah, okay. Anyway. Oh, okay. Sorry, got it. Got it. Got it. I, was, I see. I, I was see throwing that. for a loop there for some. Oh yeah, that threw me off. Yeah. So, Sega is considering following in the footsteps of Nintendo, Ubisoft, and other publishers, and will start charging $70 for future titles. Sega, you have no right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> During a financial earnings call held towards the end of April, uh, the translated script of which was spotted by VGC yesterday, Sega Sammy CEO Haruki Satomi, or Satomi and CFO Koichi Fukuzawa uh, alluded to the idea of increasing the price of Sega's upcoming titles when asked why the unit sales price is set higher than usual for the upcoming fiscal year. 
Quote, in the global marketplace, AAA game titles for console have been sold at $59.99 for many years, but titles sold at $69.99 have appeared in the last year, they said. We would like to review the prices of titles that we believe are commensurate, uh, commensurate with price increases, while also keeping an eye on market conditions. Um, so look, okay, the way I see all this is like, I feel like there are some games where I'm not mad about it being jacked up to $70. Like Breath of the... like not, Tears, of the, Tears of the Kingdom. Worth it. It's worth it. It's a it's a big, massive game. You're getting $70 worth of content easily. I've already you know spent I mean? more hours than that money. That's what I'm saying. And like other games that I've played recently, I feel like probably are the same way. But it's like there's also some games that, where they jack the price up and it's like I don't feel like I got my money's worth. Sonic Frontiers? Hell no. Hell no. I'm not going to be paying $70 <laughs> for that shit. That's what the fuck uh, I'm saying, man. Like, Sega, what other games you got, bro? I mean, like, this isn't fucking the Dreamcast era. What do you got? What, what do you got that we're going to pay $70 for? I guess we won't. I said we will see, but I'm not spending 70 I just feel like there needs to be some sort of industry standard, like... Like if if the game is longer than like sixty hours, like fuck yeah, charge me seventy bucks for it. If it's not, let's go to fucking like fifty bucks. And if it's fucking like a multiplayer game or something, let's do what Outlast is doing and charge fucking thirty. And then like you know, have I don't even know if it comes down to time. It's just like, is the game good? Yeah, like I I, I feel like it should be based on reviews. Like if you if you put your game, Star Wars is probably worth. That's a dangerous thing though. Hey, I'm just saying, if a game comes out. And it gets just fucking trashed in in the reviews, or it, even if it gets like a seven, you have to lower it down to to fifty nine ninety nine. Like it should just be a long. People would end up review bombing every single game. No, no, no I'm talking about critic like, reviews, yeah. critic reviews, not just people. The critics. I honestly think the review thing is already really shady and under the table. Yeah. Like, and I think it oh, would I'm get sure. a lot worse if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> it would go two directions. Like the critics would rate everything high and the fucking the people would rate everything low. Yeah. It's like, already yeah. like that, so it would just get like significantly worse. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Except for we'd get cheap games, you know. Like no, we, we, we wouldn't get cheap games because they'd just pay critics to rate them all high so their games would get priced high. Yeah, but I, I don't Jamal, think... Jamal, you live in a fairy, listen, fairy tale world. <laughs> <laughs> listen, like, if, the ga- if critics had that much power again, like, I feel like nobody gives a fuck about critics anymore. This would give them power to where that they would actually wield it because they'd be like, oh, we finally are relevant again. No, they'd wield it until this developer was like, hey... I'll slip you several thousand dollars. Yeah, or, but then they would higher and higher. Like it would get found out, and then their whole site would get shut down and fucked. All that, like they wouldn't risk or that. Would it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think this would. doesn't already happen. I'm sure there's underhanded stuff going on right now. Why, why do you think Kotaku's dying slowly right now? Like, like I didn't say illiterate articles. Yeah, okay? over <laughs> like a just like they're just like fucking just burning right Jesus now Christ. it's no, so bad Kotaku's they didn't even the get worst example yeah like nintendo didn't even give them an early copy of tears of the kingdom good like they, they weren't allowed to have it so they, because they were putting out Sick like burn dude. i know dude like the, the, even nintendo was like nah kotaku's well, trash when bro let, when you let people literally put out whatever fucking bullshit article that they absolutely want without obviously there was no quality control or proofreading of any of it like no good like stop giving oh, they're them. They're putting out like polygon quality fucking shit. They got ridiculous. Yeah, polygon and Kotaku are some. Uh, they're literally the same thing, basically. Yeah. Just tr- trash. Um. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> 
Uh, NVIDIA has officially announced the next GPU in its RTX 40 series of desktop graphics cards. Very nice. I see the this. The RTX 4060 Ti. $299. That's fucking not bad. Succeeding the GeForce RTX 3060 Ti. Um, so, no. It's not 299 The 4060 is. Ti? No. no Anyways, the normal 4060. If I could finish reading the article. Sorry, look. The, G- <laughs> the GeForce RTX 4060 Ti graphics card will have two models. One with eight gigabytes of memory, which will release on May 24th and retail for $399. And the other will have 16 gigabytes of memory and will release sometime in July for $499. So, yeah. There you go. Or you could just get the 4060 for $299. You know what I'm saying? Did you say $399? $399. 4060 Ti for $399. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Might as well just get a 470. Yeah. <laughs> drop the rest just of the go money. Up, yeah. yeah. Don't, yeah don't, the 4070 don't is still really cheap. Like, I'm not really cheap, but like, you know, you might as well just the drop power. the extra $100 or $200 or whatever and get the fucking, you know? Yeah, just future proof. It's it. still not like a fucking like 4080 leap. You know what I mean? Those are outrageous. Like, um, Brent. Brent. Okay. Harry Potter. Okay, I'm not even gonna Harry, read. I'm not even. Harry Potter. I'm not even, I'm not even gonna <laughs> read. That's it. I'm not even gonna read the article. Apparently, there you, there was like a morality system. Like coders yeah. have gone into the code. Data miners. The data miners have mined into the data, yep. and they found that there used to be a morality system within Harry Potter where you'd like lose and gain house points depending on doing evil shit and helping people out and stuff like that. Didn't we talk about this like before the game came out? Yeah, we, we talked about we how wanted a morality have, system. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 you no, keep no. using dark spells, you'd get like darker and darker. And, yeah. like, Not even that. No, no, no. It, after it came out, like right when it came out, some of the developers came out and said that they had done a morality system, but that they scrapped it because it was just too much, like oh, stuff well, to work on. Apparently now there's like details about the it, remnants and of yeah. it, and it looked yeah. really detailed and cool. And also, one of the things I saw listed that it didn't mention in the article at all, but I was looking through all the different like stats that get you points and stuff, and one of the things was. Uh, did like it, it said something about the love interest so i was like Ooh. it leads me to believe that they cut a whole love interest plot line out of the game too there's there's probably a whole lot of scrapped content for this game well i hope like, they develop this game further and like give us the opportunity to like finish our time at hogwarts and then go out into the wizarding world like that would be dope if they did a transition to that and then in, introduce morality system Love, just make it like a Harry Potter RPG, but uh, in like the Wizarding World. I really think they thought this game was going to flop because of all the controversy, so they kind of just like backed off. They well, they backed off a little, but now yeah. that it did so well, they're like, I oh think shit! <laughs> this next game is going to have all the funding it needs. I think they're going to go crazy. I bet it's going to. So. It's going to. I hope they do it. Do it to it. Like, Apparently, uh, they're doing a new. Uh, they're rebooting Harry Potter as a TV series. Yes, I saw this. Uh, on on HBO. What the fuck? Like, can you imagine <laughs> a different Harry? That? Like, but I guess they're like, well, give us another Gen fun- Z never got to see it, so we'll just watch the ones that are out. They're fine. They're fantastic. Like, you don't need a new series. No, they Go need. Back and watch they need the Ron movies. to be like. What's up, my guy? You know, like they need <laughs> shit like that happening. No, like, They're gonna have ramen noodle haircuts. <laughs> yeah, dude, all of them ramen noodle, like with the shaved side. Yeah, shaved side. And then the curly the, tops. <laughs> they're, they're all gonna just be like talking about dummy thick and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be fucking ridiculous, dude. 
Harry, that spell is so cap. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I can't even. You don't I even. So you old, just made God us feel damn. even older. Uh, yeah, it just uses the. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, Mr. Dursley's dummy thick. Like, <laughs> like all that. Oh, Yo, I'm the sword and cap, but it's no cap. Yeah. <laughs> The sword and cap. It's gonna be and, the sword and cat is dude. just like a big ass fitted cap. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this. Well, and I also don't want to see like the iconic characters like Hagrid and everyone like the the actors Recast, that played those roles. Yeah. yeah, like I'm sure all of you know, like our parents felt the same way whenever they were like, "Oh, a new It movie is coming out." You know, like they grew up with the It miniseries. It had been it had been a lot more time in between those, though. It was just That's no true. longer way, scary. Way anymore. more time. Harry Potter's still magical. That's you know true. What I mean, and here's the thing. Okay, as somebody who's like an avid fan, Wait, hold of on, the was books, there more time between those? Holy shit. I don't know, honestly. I don't know, but this, as far as just special effects in movies go, like Harry Potter has aged a lot better than the original It movie. Like, sure, you know, but that's here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just saying. I feel like you know. I forgot what I was gonna say. I started thinking about It. And <laughs> I, I really, I went down the rabbit hole. And- but the the one good thing about that show, apparently, J.K. Rowling is going to be heading it. So yeah. like. It's not going to be like the rest of the shit oh, where okay, like they yeah. kick to J.K. Rowling out, you know. Like I feel I, like there's only a few things from the book that like really. I mean, okay, there's a handful of things from the book that got missed out in the movies for the sake of time, but like yeah. most of them aren't that important. Like, okay, no. Eve's the poltergeist, the relationship with Cho Chang, several like non-important characters have been like omitted from the movies. You know what I mean? Like. And I feel like you could expand upon that in the show, but I don't really know, man. I feel like it's not necessary. Fucking just... put J.K. Rowling to work on expanding the story after the fact, like the cursed child and everything. Like we're right, well, cursed child is like Harry's kid. Yeah, it's, I don't think yeah. people are into that. You know, people people want to just watch the same shit over again, but with people like want different the video games. Bro. Look, well, that's the thing. Mo. That's why they're doing this. <laughs> Apparently, the Warner Brothers like had uh, like they asked they were like, uh, you know, Twitter was just like, "Why are you gonna work with J.K. Rowling?" And he was like, "Because I don't give a fuck." She makes, makes us yeah, tons <laughs> of money. He's like, "Did you just see how many fucking <laughs> like title or how many fucking copies we just sold of this video game?" That's why it's like she she makes she prints money, dude. Like it's crazy. So maybe the show will be good. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I just can't imagine what a different Harry Potter would yeah, look I'm like. I'm sure it'll yeah, be Daniel fine. Radcliffe it just feels unnecessary Harry. to me. And if you are going to do it, like, <laughs> do it completely different. Like, have a different looking castle. We, ju- we just uh, said it's going to be different. It's I mean, going like, to be, like, full I mean, like, Gen really, Z, really, really different. <laughs> like, I mean, don't have it look the fucking same. You know, no. have different robes, different... Like, just change the everything about it. Like, if you're going to They all got it, iPhones. I mean, like, fuck, you know, like... Like, I don't know. I like how I like the that there were no phones. I like that everything just felt like a different time. I mean, they kind of had phones. Like 
he fucking uh, had like magic mirrors he talked to people with and shit. Yeah, but I'm talking I mean? about like actual like real life phones. Imagine smartphones in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. That shit would be so annoying. There's just no point for it. That's know? what because I'm saying. It's like, you know, you got like the the fireplace conversation thing where you But talk you know to they're the going to do it. And shit. You know they're going to do it. You know like when it comes <laughs> back they're gonna be just <laughs> like they're just texting. Yeah, they're dude, they're popping up over their heads, just like exactly. It, it, they're gonna be FaceTime emoji, just like I can't do it, dude. <laughs> I, I oh, and uh, so between the old it and the cur- or the new it, it was like 20, 20 odd years. It's only been uh, like ten for this, right? No, thir- wait, the new it came out in like twenty eighteen, almost thirty years, because it was nineteen ninety yeah. was the original it. But no, for the last Harry Potter movie, it came out in two thousand eleven. Yeah, so it's been like thir- the last 12, one, right? 12 years. 12 yeah, years. The, la- the last Harry It's been yeah. over a decade, though. Since yeah. the very last one came out. But the original one came out in like, what, 2004 or something? I think 2001. 2001? Something like that. 2001 or two. 2001. We were, I know yeah. J.K. Rowling wasn't done writing the Harry Potter book no. when no, the yeah. first Harry Potter movie came out, which yep. is why a lot of important characters got left out of the fucking movie series, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, well, is it uh, Brent? No, yeah, is it? it? I can go. No, I didn't just go. Oh, you just matter. went. No, I didn't. Who just talked about Harry Potter? So. That was me. That was Brent, so oh, it's yeah, me then. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> China's state administration has approved Microsoft's attempted $69 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard, joining a total of 37 regulators, including the EU and Japan. Just adding another place has approved it i'm so tired of hearing about Activision i know and blizzard it's like just give it to them at this point like dude yeah like let's honestly just, or don't like either or, way what, yeah. just fucking don't bother me about it until y'all figure something <laughs> out you know what i mean like i just like each week they they either like only one place has been like nah and it was the uk so like We'll see how no, it goes. No, mate, we can't do this. Like, no, cat, we got the new Harry Potter coming next month. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. Anyways, uh, but yeah, that, so that wasn't really like news. I just had to mention that. So let me do like an actual nope. news Where's article here. Um, Unacceptable. Actually, uh, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> Come again? Start speaking in tongues. <laughs> oh yeah. So this Awful was so. <laughs> this is some weird shit. So, uh, apparently, like, last week, uh, they announced the uh, Pokemon Home update for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, remember? Right, right. They were like, oh, it's coming next week on the 25th. But then Pokemon on Twitter today, the actual official Pokemon Twitter put, we put the cart before the the Mudsdale. Earlier, we mistakenly posted that Pokemon Home version 3.0 would launch on May 23rd, uh, May 23rd or 24th. However, the actual release date is yet to be announced. 3.0 is coming soon, though. So uh, continue. please continue to follow our pages for more information. So they went from like literally giving a date to being like, actually, we have no fucking idea when it's coming out. Oof. So, uh, yeah, uh, basically, they just like were, well, um, oops. Psych. Man, so they don't have a date for it at all? No. God, it's got to come at some point. What soon. is this feature? Pokemon what? You can it's take Pokemon, Pokemon home. from your old games and put them into the new game. Oh, I thought that was just a standard feature now. No, well, that that's Pokemon Home is the standard feature, uh, but it didn't come to this feature, one. Yeah. Huh. 
And when it does come out, you're only going to be able to bring Pokemon that are in this game. Rendered in, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it's not... Like, the other ones, you could bring, like, any type of Pokemon, basically, back and forth, whether it was in the game or not. But yeah. this one, that's not the case. Damn. Anyway. Uh, so, I don't know if y'all have heard, but Amazon is working on a Lord of the Rings MMO. Yes. They and they chill out with all these MMOs, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. Amazon does is make MMOs, man. Mamomos. So Mamomos. Yeah. So Amazon's Lord of the Rings MMO isn't, but it, so there's also an existing Lord of the Rings MMO though, mm-hmm. already. Um, so Amazon's Lord of the Rings MMO isn't scaring off the Lord of the Rings online. Uh, developers from the long running MMO have held strong against the announcement of a competitor. So it'll be a side by side competitor with the current Lord of the Rings online. Yeah. This is coming from the people that made New World, right? Yeah. The, the Amazon New Pretty World. sure. So yeah, it'll kill the the current one more than likely. If it's any kind of good, or if it crashes like New World, it won't do anything to Lord of the Rings Online. That's true. That's true. It could be that case. Yeah. But, um, Brent, what you got? Well, let's see. Sarah Bond, the corporate vice president for games at Microsoft, revealed that Xbox is looking into other gaming models such as timed slices with games or by putting ads in games. In an interview with Rolling Stones UK, Bond was asked how developers can see success on Xbox. She said, Game Pass is an option for developers, then explained how Game Pass is just one of many business models by saying, you have to pay to play, and then there was free to play, and then we introduced Game Pass. Bond says that Xbox is looking at other strategies too. We've talked about how we're experimenting with other models. Like, what does it mean... For advertising in game, or what does it mean for advertising in games, which is more prevalent in mobile? Are there models of that that will work well on PC and console? Are there other games where you might have time slices of games and stuff like that? Providing creators with options and choices enables them with blah 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 blah. Basically, so, yeah, th- what they're saying is like, how can we provide more money to developers? And it's like. They're saying, what if we allow certain developers to put ads in their games? I think that's a terrible idea. My thing is like, okay, I don't mind an ad in the game if it's like... Free. No, hear me out. Hear me out. If it's like fucking not intrusive. If it feels natural. Like, say you're playing a Forza game, okay? Yeah. And you're going around the track, okay? And there's like a billboard, billboard with or an something with a real on ad on it. Yeah. Okay, that's like, fine. That's, that's like not kinda, gonna bother me. That's kind of hidden like, in the game. Yeah, like hide it in the game. Put but, a but, little blanket over it. Don't like pause my game or like pop up in the loading screen. You have to hit skip ad. Yeah, like like hide it in the game. No. Like, yeah, if well, you wanted... and that's the problem though. That's not gonna happen. But it could. It could, it could <laughs> but it ain't, it, if ads get put in video games, that is not how it's gonna happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, like and well, I'm just, just saying... and just putting that out in the ethos, like. Eat whatever, uh, fucking. If any games put a fucking ad in the game to where my game is stopped, or I have to get uh, through yeah, an I'm ad, not playing that game. Yeah, n- you know. So I don't play mobile games, but also, um, if I'm paying for the game, there shouldn't be ads in it. But if it's like, if it's a free game, I, was I get say, it. What if you get the option? If what, it, yeah, if what you, if there's a twenty dollar version of the game where you don't get any ads and you get to play the game for free forever, or you can just put up with ads? Well, then you might swindle my cheap ass. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the mobile game scheme. But um, yeah, uh, yeah there's literally yeah the paid versions versus the free versions yeah. of mobile games. I did see this was pretty funny. Some dude I work with like posted a link to it, but apparently Sony like patented like some ad thing 
where when you're playing a game or like watching a movie or whatever on a Sony device, uh, it makes you stand up and say the name of the product before it'll skip the ad. (laughs) What? Yeah. So it's like, it was saying for like, you'd be playing and it'd show you a McDonald's ad and you can't skip it until you stand up and say McDonald's. Like, I'm like, bro, that's like some like... I know they're not doing that on PlayStation because... No, no, this is a Sony patent that they just filed. So like, it's not going to happen, but it's like a thing that they patented. So it was just funny to think that they were like, this seems like a good idea. Like, Like, are you paying attention to the ad? Are you? Are you really? Yeah, basically. Stand up and say it. It sounds like you have to like say it. It's just like, I pledge allegiance to the the golden arches. They're like... Yes, we'll let you skip. Jesus you know? Christ. That's like, that's dystopian fucking that's cyberpunk dystopian. shit. Right? Yeah. But I don't think that they'd ever use that. I, I don't know why you would patent it, I though. wouldn't put it past Sony. Probably for a much less nefarious fucking uh, purpose, you know what I mean? Like, how do you look at that? Yeah, how could you get less nefarious? Like, maybe you're that. laying on your couch, right? And you gotta stand up. <laughs> no, seriously. And your controller's across the room, okay? But the microphone's still on. The controller's still on. You say... Hey, skip ad or something, and it fucking skips the hits the skip ad button or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like it's probably more of just like a easy voice function type thing. You know? Yeah. Did it, it specifies standing up. Is it? It, it says system. You have to stand up. No, they actually show. Yeah, it shows the the picture. It says system for converting television commercials into interactive networked video games. Doesn't quite capture the strangeness of the invention. It says. Wait uh, a minute. So it's a game. It's it's making it into a game. Yeah. It says. Yeah. Context. Uh. So it says on January 9th, twenty twenty three, a Twitter user tweeted that Sony owns a patent that would force viewers to exclaim the brand name during commercials in order for them to be skipped. The tweet, uh, which went viral, was accompanied by a meme-worthy patent illustration. It actually shows like a guy sitting on his couch, and then the ad, the ad comes up, and he stands up, puts his arms in the air, and yells McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> and like this is like legit from their patent. And uh, oh my god, <laughs> McDonald's! <laughs> that's fucked up. Man. Yeah, make that it's not like, nefarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty nefarious. <laughs> it's like a mouth. But. It'll make you want some McDonald's, though. No, I'm so, definitely going to McDonald's. Yeah, like right after that. I'm going after the show. Y'all have talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it would be the funniest thing in the world if they, Jesus if they Christ. like, somehow started. I can already it. see me and my girlfriend both just like, McDonald's! They <laughs> 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 sprint out the house. Doing jumping jacks, yelling at our TV. Well, we're already standing up. We might as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, oh, we're halfway there, baby. You just have to stand up and yell Texas Hammer. Like you have to get in your car and call your house and yell McDonald's through the phone from McDonald's in the drive-through. It's like we won't let you skip this ad until you order a cheeseburger. Jesus you can't Christ. skip the ad until you go to McDonald's and have them scan a QR code. Oh my god! <laughs> I would just like actually give up technology. I would sell whatever Sony device I had in my apartment at that point. Yeah, we're instantly switching to Xbox. <laughs> but then you have to skip ads like in Xbox too. Like I feel like the the ad future is getting scary. But anyways, if Xbox ever goes under, that's the kind of future we're stuck with in the gaming industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they have no rival at that yeah. point, they can just do whatever they want. 
would be just unchecked. Just like, imagine when it seeps into VR too. Oh god. You're just like playing a game, enjoying it, and then you get smacked in the face with an ad. Like, oh, it's coming. It's just like a Ready Player One where they're trying to like load up the visual space <laughs> with ads. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways. Was it uh is it me? It's you. So Halo Infinite is finally getting infection mode next month. What? Yeah. It's still a game. A little infection. So fan favorite Halo multiplayer mode, Infection is coming to, coming to season four of Halo Infinite. The mode will drop the same day. The next season kicks off on June twentieth. So yeah, good for those three people playing. I bet they're gonna have fun with that. You know, just those three guys that are still over there. Jamel is still salty. Uh, I'm just saying, no one's playing that game. No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone like There's I, some people playing it. I I actually I hopped that... on with my brother and my cousin like. A couple months ago to play some rounds of it. I want to look at the concurrent. It's really like, popular players. in the Steam Deck community because it's one of the few online multiplayers that actually works really? on the Steam Deck. Hmm. Yeah. Current players. Player that one and Apex for some reason works on the Steam Deck. That's a, I wouldn't expect Apex. Yeah, I don't know why. Wow. In the last 30 days, the average Halo Infinite player on Steam charts is 2,850. On Sheesh. Steam, though, I mean, if you were to take into Xbox console, though, that's true. There's probably a lo- it's probably, probably majority console Xbox, players. Yeah. You're right. Is. You're right. Hold up. Let me let me check and see if that's they a really good point. Yeah, because I because I don't even play that shit through Steam. Still, you'd think there'd be more people playing on Steam. Oh yeah, you're right. So it, it actually is a lot more. It's still very very yeah, little. I mean, Twenty three thousand eight hundred is how many online active players, but that's still like ridiculous. Anyways, All right, uh, let's see. Haptics Technology Company Immersion Corporation is suing Valve for allegedly infringing on several of its patents. Mouth haptics. Uh, <laughs> you can't take our dick sucking simulator. <laughs> <laughs> in its lawsuit that was filed in the Washington District Court, Immersion claims that the touchscreen technology used in the Steam Deck and Valve Index breached seven of its patents related to tactile sensations vibrotactile feedback and more quote while we are pleased to see that valve recognizes the value of haptics oh my God. and has adopted our haptic technology in its handheld video game and ar vr systems as part of its effort to generate revenue streams throughout the sales of hardware games and other virtual that's assets. a long sentence and advertisements <laughs> it's important for us to protect our business against the infringement of our intellectual property to preserve the investments that we have made in our technology Said Immersion CEO Eric <laughs> <Light> Yagami. <laughs> Immersion is looking to protect its patents from further infringement, further infringement, and more importantly, quote, recover a reasonable royalty for Valve's alleged transgressions. Uh, as PC Gamer noted, Immersion has a litigious history that took off in to in the 2000s, as the company claims to have over uh, 1,650 patents related to haptics and has taken Apple, Microsoft, Sony, and Facebook parent company Meta to court. Immersion has even won several of these cases as Microsoft settled out of court and bought 10% of the company in early 2000s, Damn. while Sony lost its suit and was ordered to pay $82 million Holy of damages. shit. Singer, so these guys are re- legit. They're not playing around. What haptics are? What like what, are there any examples of like what It said 
seven different ones relating to tactile feedback and a couple other oh, so things. Just, uh, the the bullshit we would never understand. Yeah, it says, uh, let's see, Singer was appointed a role chairman in January and in a statement he mentioned delivering shareholder value and the company's targeted litigation strategy that has seen it take on Meta recently. In that suit, Immersion claims that Meta's AR and VR technology, including MetaQuest 2, infringes on six of Immersion's patents that cover various use of haptic effects in connection to those technologies. Basically, so basically this company is just like the people who go and they they take URLs before people can get to them. Exactly. And then they come in and they're like, excuse me, I noticed <laughs> that you uh, were using our name. And they're like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I... Just, I'm around. Uh, yeah, I'm just a guy. <laughs> Give me $82 million, please. <laughs> I can help you out, though. I'll let you use the name for a price. Yeah, but like that's a, that's how they're just scummy. Sounds like, but you know, if it works, it works. And Microsoft owns ten percent of the company. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a smart move on their part. They're like, ah, you little scummy bastards. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I like what you're doing over there. Uh, okay, so two real quick Zelda Tears of the Kingdom news. They, no. they sold 10 million copies in three days, uh, which is like insane. That's great. That's like the fastest selling anything ever. So it's like The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has sold an eye-watering 10 million copies in its first three days on the market, making it the fastest selling title in franchise history. The early sales milestone also makes it the fastest selling Switch game ever in the Americas and the fastest selling Nintendo title on any system released in the region. Nintendo also revealed that the Zelda series overall has sold 130 million units as of March this year before Tears of the Kingdom's 10 million sales have been added at all. So, uh, yeah, that's good news. But the other bit of news there is that um, going forward, the producer basically of you know the Zelda franchise states um, that uh, the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom builds upon the groundbreaking blah 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 blah. And in an interview with Game Informer, Zelda series producer uh, Ig Anuma uh, and Tears of the Kingdom director Hidemaro. Fuji Bayashi um, uh, discussed the future of the Zelda franchise, saying the open world format or, quote, open air, as Nintendo liked to call it in 2017, is here to stay. Quote, with Ocarina of Time, I think it's correct to say that it did kind of create a format for a number of titles in the franchise that came after it, Anuma said. But in some ways, that was a little bit restricting for us. While we always aim to give the player freedoms of certain kinds, there were certain things that format didn't really afford in giving people freedom. Of course, the series continued to evolve after Ocarina of Time, but I think it's also fair to say now that we've arrived at Breath of the Wild and the new type of more open play and freedom that it affords. Yeah, I think it's correct to say that it has created a new kind of format for the series to proceed from. So I guess that... Um, confirms that going forward they're just going to keep building on the uh open world aspect rather than um you know heading back the That's old a little bit of a shame that they're not gonna like you know do one-offs that are kind of like the old school ones like you know what i mean i think they will though but if you, if you look at the history of it i mean like they they did breath of the wild and then right after breath of the wild they put out the um the link remake the a link to yeah, yeah or, or is that a link to that? No, Link's, Link's Awakening. Awakening yeah. And before that, they did like, um, you know, uh, a big Zelda game. 
and they did uh, the 3DS one. They did the... Uh, Spirit Tracks? No, 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 no. A Link Between Worlds. Oh, yeah. Like, I think they're always going to do, like, you know, a small one here and there, like, to hold you over in between the big ones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be cool. Even if it's just, like, a different, uh, you know, gameplay style, like Spirit Tracks was, where it's, like, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of other... I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind having a smaller scale Zelda every now and then just to kind of fuck around with. Yeah, same. Like, I, uh, you know, Link's Awakening is one of my favorite games ever. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, But, like, I'm sure they'll do more like that. Or at least, like, do remakes or remasters of, like, the older ones. Um, you know, at the very least. Yeah. Hold people over. <laughs> Who dis? Whatever it said, Binding of Isaac is the best Switch game. 13 out of 10. Heckin' good. I actually, I'm with that. I'm behind that. That's a great game. I don't know if it's the greatest Switch game ever, but it's a, it's a good game. It's like, for all, sure. it's like all he plays. It, 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 you should show him Tears of the Kingdom. No, I'm just kidding. You should show him time. Hades. Fucking. No, uh, he, that's like his second favorite I was about to say, you get on. Game. It's like, if you get tired of Binding of Isaac, Hades is the next <laughs> best thing for sure. But yeah, uh, who's up next? I'm out of news. Okay, I got one for you. Uh, Nintendo Switch online game Pac-Man 99 will be delisted on October 8th, 2023. No. So, you know, get in there and get it while you can. You know, if you don't have it by then. No. Ain't no helping you. So sad. Um, uh, Let's see here. Following a, quote, challenging year of losses and few releases ubisoft is preparing to pump resources into the assassin's creed franchise to secure its future it will include a restructure that will increase headcount on assassin's creed title development by 40 percent in the coming years following a rash of layoffs that reduced the company's global or reduced the company's global headcount below 20,000. Um, in its full year earnings today, Ubisoft reported that in a fiscal year in which its only major release w- releases were Mario plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, and Just Dance 2023 and Rocksmith Plus, its net sales were $1.97 billion down from last year. And its overall reported and it overall reported an operating loss of $543 million. While Ubisoft has previously stated that Sparks of Hope and Just Dance specifically underperformed, other live service games kept money flowing in, with the Assassin's Creed franchise in particular reaching a new, quote, record active users, despite no new game releases. Ubisoft reports that not only does Assassin's Creed Valhalla now have 44% more players life to date than Origins and 19% more than Odyssey, it's bringing in more money per player than either game. So, um, basically, they're like, uh, they're just like, yeah, we're just going to put all of our money on uh, Assassin's Creed because we're dying, basically. Well, that's probably what they should do. I mean, Assassin's Creed is, like, probably their best franchise right now, you know? People are kind of getting off the fucking uh, Far Cry train, you know what I mean? That's just because I feel like it wasn't good. Like, I feel like, and they're not, they're not growing it, you know, like it's not growing like Assassin's Creed is. Assassin's Creed turned into like the Witcher, basically. I'm a little worried about <laughs> this good. next Assassin's Creed game. I keep hearing the developers and stuff talk about how they're going to go back to the roots and scale it back. And, you know, like, I, I know a lot of people want that, but I don't. I feel yeah. like I get that like sense of like huge wonder, like oh man, this is never ending game, like you're saying about Breath of the Wild. You know, that's how I felt about the last two Assassin's Creed games. You know, 
like really open-ended, really great games, and I just feel like I don't I don't want them to go back to their roots. I don't think they can afford to make them that big anymore. Uh, To be honest with you, they don't have to be bigger. Like you could be origin size, and that'd be fine. You know what I mean? Like I just want a big ass fucking dope ass game. Like it doesn't have to be Odyssey size. Like that's outrageously big, and I'm not expecting that every time. But I do want an open world that's dope. Like, honestly, like, I feel like at this point, you can't take away that open world aspect of Assassin's Creed and still have me be happy with an Assassin's Creed game. It is an open world series to me now, an open world RPG series, you know? And if it's anything but that, it's going to be weird, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of writing on whatever their next game is. Obviously, they're operating at just a horrible loss right now. So that's pretty scary, I would assume. But maybe somebody will buy them. You know, maybe Sony will come in and just like acquire them. You know, since like Xbox has taken uh, Activision and Blizzard. You could buy Ubisoft. That would be one of the smartest acquisitions you could possibly make. There's so, so many good IPs that are Tom Clancy that belong to Ubisoft. Yeah, all the Tom Clancy all the Tom shit. Tom Clancy. There's so much good Tom Clancy shit. Fucking, uh, you know. Far Cry, Far Cry, the ones Assassin's we just talked Creed. about, Assassin's Creed, um, Rayman, Watch Dogs, you know. Division didn't do terrible. The Division, well, Division but that's won. Tom Clancy though. Oh yeah, that is Tom yeah, Clancy. Like Splinter Cell, like all those Tom Clancy Rainbow games Six. really do. Yep. You know, that's a that's a huge investment on its own. Yeah, and that's why Sony would be smart to buy them because, like, you know, you need shooters if you're Sony right now, mm-hmm. and that's the one company that could give you hella shooters. You know. Plus some yeah. good RPGs. They'd all be third-person shooters like most Sony games, but... Not yeah. all of them. I mean, except for Far Cry. Cry. Well, R6, too. Yeah, oh, that's Rainbow true. Rainbow Six. Six. Yeah. Didn't even C- think about G- that. Point, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they had a Ghost Recon game that was first-person way back in the day. Uh, like, it's possible. Advanced Warfighter. Uh, it was it Advanced? It was either that one All or... of them were first-person. But it, there was, like, one that was third-person, but... There, the the um, you know, the first person aspects of those games were terrible, though. Like they were, like even at the time, like you had like Medal of Honor and Call of Duty, and then like you had Tom Clancy's, you know, fucking. I'm just saying, they're very rebootable IP. Oh, for sure, you could make good, you know. Yeah, our boy, whatever. It also said that we need to give not just a camera, but a chair and a mic. For the game speak mm, doggo yeah i agree he would eat it <laughs> he would never sit both of them. he would never he sit it, still yeah. he would eat the chair and the microphone by the end of the episode <laughs> but um anyways brent did you have any more news yeah let's see oh okay the new five nights of freddy's game or movie, movie. has yeah. a trailer so you can watch the trailer now does it look good? I didn't watch it. No, it doesn't look good at all. <laughs> I didn't think it so. It looks like a kid's movie. It looks about what you'd imagine for a Five Nights Like a very PG-13 horror movie, you know? That's terrible. I don't know. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, but I'm probably still going to watch it. Uh, uh, did, did y'all see Seth MacFarlane's leaving Family Guy? Like what? he's he's not gonna do it anymore. Like he's not he's stepping away from like I guess any type of the writing or anything. He's just tired of it. I, I guess I don't blame him. He's been doing that shit for like twenty fucking forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's gonna is he still gonna voice it? I, I he would have to. I'm about to say without him, like he's literally have half. To. He's literally all the voices. So he's like half of the Family voices. Family Guy in that generates show. enough money to like hold auditions and find people who could do the voices. You know what I mean? That's like, true. But would they do weird. it? We right. swapped out Meg already, and nobody noticed. You know that we, was like the first season, uh, though. I'm just saying, like 
That people, was so long ago. It's very, it's very possible. There's tons of people who can do a Lois voice and a Peter voice and a. He didn't do know. Lois. Like, the, the, if he did Lois's voice, that'd be insane. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, you can swap out any of the characters. <laughs> that's my point. I, that'd be, I'm just saying that'd be crazy if it turned Nobody's out. Nobody's irreplaceable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, what were you about to read? Uh, I was just gonna say, if you buy Street Fighter Six at Best Buy, pre-order it at Best Buy, you get a free steel book. So there you go. Oh, I lied. What is a steel book? Um, the, I I lied because I didn't read the full thing. He he reportedly exited Family Guy and American Dad until the Writers Guild of America has secured a new deal because it's because uh, the writer strike. Oh, the writer strike. Yeah, I thought he like dipped out for good. But um, anyways, uh, I saw the I saw the fucking uh, writer strike and it was like. Oh God! What's that band that sings "Radioactive"? Oh, oh that, yeah, Imagine like, Dragons. It's like Imagine Dragons performs free concert for the radio <laughs> for the uh, writers' strike. It was like somebody said, uh, "This is probably more effective than the high pressure water hose." Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so it said like a, one of the Getting corporations back to work. Yeah, one, one of the corporations hired them to go out there to <laughs> like one of the WB or something. It was just like, all right, we're gonna send the this is how we're gonna get them back in here that's funny yeah but um i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't seen a show in the past i don't know 10 years that is worthy of a strike you know like like or like for me to be worried about this strike like i, I mean honestly y'all go ahead and strike y'all are all about to get replaced by ai anyways yeah chat gpt is just gonna start <laughs> writing everything i'm here they're like no no the, the, see that's my thing is it's like you know, like, uh, obviously, I feel bad for these people, but, like, it's just me, personally, I haven't seen a show in the past 10 years that I've enjoyed. Like, I'm gonna be real with you, besides Game of Thrones, and I think that was over 10 years ago. When did Game of Thrones come you out? You gotta watch more shows, bro. Dude, I've tried. Yeah. There's just nothing that I'm like, this is good. Like, besides The Boys, and The Boys is like Amazon produced. Like, I'm gonna so. be real with you, it's just because I'm on the spot, I can't think of anything right now. <laughs> but I know for a fact I've watched a lot of great television. You're telling me you've seen something time. as good as Breaking Bad or as good as Game of Thrones? Like Ozarks was really good. Ozarks but was, was it really as good as those? I didn't watch Breaking Bad. You're missing out. That's some of the best TV of all time. Breaking Bad was fantastic. Yeah, I'm not debating that. I just But I'm just saying it's like we've reached this point to where everything is just kind of like okay. Dude. Like, I want good shit again. I want to, like, be on the edge of my seat waiting every Monday for something new to come out or every Friday, you know, like, for a new episode. I know I've seen some shit like that. Like, I just can't think of what it was, you know? I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, Handmaid's Tale was really good. That was a fantastic mo- show. That was on Hulu, right? Television show, yeah. Or something? Yeah, it was on Hulu. Yeah. That was that- a good one. See, I, I didn't watch it. Maybe I'm wrong on that one. But it's also well. not my my thing, though. Like, maybe it's just because I personally like I've just been watching anime because all that's where all the good writing is. I feel like there's just nothing like even anime's been a little stale for me lately. Yeah. I feel lately, like. yeah, for sure. Dude, Hell's Paradise is getting good. Oh yeah, no but y'all don't want to watch it unless it finishes. What's, finished. What is Hell's Paradise? That anime I told y'all about a couple weeks ago, but you're like, oh, it's not all out yet. I'm not watching it unless I can binge it. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not watching Demon, Yellow Jackets either. Demon Slayer's getting dope, it. too. Demon Slayer's... Uh, it's not getting dope. Demon Slayer's been dope. Like, what, what? Oh, no, it's getting even I know, I see dope. it. It's not... It's, 
It's no more Are dope you than up it's with been. It? Yeah, from oh. the very beginning, it's just always been dope. Like, yeah, no, it's been great, but I mean, it's getting even better. These fights are getting. Insane. I know there's a good ass fucking show I've watched. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I've been seriously thinking about it this whole time, dude. No, there. I agree with you entirely. Like it, it hadn't been that bad. It's been pretty bad. You just like you, you can't know, you hit on you hit on everything. I so. do. You can't expect a masterpiece every. Show. What about the Haunting on Hill House? That was a wonderful show. I didn't see that one. It was really good. It was only one season though. That was the biggest problem with that show. That's all, so it is like. I support the WGA strike. It's like, Peter, that will cause new movies and shows to be delayed or canceled. Harry, I already said I supported it. You don't need to sell it to me. <laughs> it's like, I feel that, though. Like I feel like all the movies I've seen recently, there's been like some okay ones, like the one that we went and saw, um, Evil Dead. Evil Dead was good. Oh, yeah, it was pretty good. But, I ha- but before Evil Dead, when was the last good movie you saw, you know, in theaters? You know, like... It's just not happening. What's going on? We need, we need, no offense, but maybe if you guys wrote something good, you know, you'd be getting I paid. I think everybody's good. too afraid to write good stuff because they're too afraid to write something offensive and get canceled. That's what I'm talking so about. Nobody wants to take a risk anymore. So you don't have any movies that are like, you know, out there, like, you know, as far as like, that's why Hereditary was such a good movie. Because it was, because it just didn't give fucked. a fuck, bro. Like, yeah. they, it was just, it was just a movie that was made. You know, to be a good movie and nothing else. You know, yep. it was it had that John Steinbeck type fucking writing to it, where it's like tragedy mixed with fucking, I don't know. It was beautiful, and it was just it like was. you don't you don't see that in in writing nowadays. You know, and poor and fucking Ari Aster, he took the wrong aspects of this and just went off the fucking deep end with his yeah couple he like, like basically you know? did a bunch of acid and then like like never came back i was really hoping he would just be the fucking light in the darkness that no. would make great movies but it's like I, he peaked with his first film yeah. like he 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 put all of his heart it's like the matrix they peaked with their first film like yeah. and they never were able to replicate that feeling again and i think it's because they were so passionate and like you know they were hungry they were like they put all of their artistic like effort into that one movie and then after they were given all this money and stuff and they're like fuck i don't even have anything to write about anymore <laughs> it's a, it's like eminem when he's not on drugs you know what i'm saying it's like it's the less it's less interesting to listen to eminem when he's not sad you know or like yeah, mad, or about, mad something. about something yeah, yeah. it's like he's got to have something bring Slim to be back. passionate about yeah exactly that's it's why the that one that one album where he's just dissing everybody was so fucking good it was awesome yeah <laughs> when he, yeah when he came back because <laughs> yeah. he released some right in a convertible <laughs> <laughs> no but like that you know, like I, I don't know. But that's kind of like how I feel about movies now. Is like nobody has like a passion. It, it, it's like it's almost like everybody views it as like a normal job now. Like I've noticed, like it, it, there's been like this weird like, um, like I guess normalization of the it's arts. Like systematic, being, yeah, being like this systematic thing when it's not. It's very rare that you would get a job in these fields and things like yeah. that. So it's like you and should then, take advantage of that. I feel like you won't. Like, another problem with the industry is like, as far as the art movies go, like you have these fucking respected artists like Martin Scorsese and shit who are still being allowed to make movies and shit, but we, we're not letting any of the new up-and-coming, like, art, you know, people, people yeah. into the film industry, you know what I mean? So you got these old, 
filmmakers who are making like four hour long boring ass movies that are just fucking you know art house films yeah you know what i mean and it's like <laughs> it's like we ne- we get it we get it you can make good movies all right but or like you 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 know how the art works artistic movies. but it's like i don't need it, it to be artistic yeah. <laughs> like just make a good movie yeah you know like or, or like 28 days later like you, we don't get those anymore we don't no. get 28 days later which gave us uh is killian murphy you know which gave us like the next level of zombie films and the walking dead basically from that point forward. i will say oppenheimer looks promising it does but it's also like i'm how are you gonna give me a three-hour movie about a guy inventing the you know the nuclear or the the fucking the what first is nuke the first nuke but it's like cool i get it but i don't need three hours of it i can guarantee you i'm gonna be bored after the first hour like i just don't care enough you know like it it's i'm it, with you there eh, it, you know it's like now whenever he did you know uh fucking interstellar that's next level because it's not real like i don't need a documentary like yeah. I, I want to fucking I can go learn about all that shit in twenty minutes on YouTube or wiki. Yeah. Like I yeah. could go read the wiki. I don't need the dramatized version. That. That's, Interstellar is one of the best movies I've ever seen. In it's my whole so life. Yeah, fucking Interstellar. That was good. Such a good movie, dude. Anytime people are like, "What's your favorite movie?" That movie almost always comes up. Pops like, up in my mind. I yeah. fucking love that movie so much. Every second of that movie is just well made and like. Mm-hmm there with a purpose you know like, and it, it feels so real even though it's it's fiction so out there know? yeah, yeah. It, it, it's because they the, they base it so like you know just just sciencey enough to like make it believable yeah, it's yep. rooted you know it's mean? rooted in actual science theory yeah like, yeah super it, interesting mm-hmm. and even though it's on earth like it feels like this foreign place like this like almost like sci-fi world you know even though it's just like him riding around in a chevy you know like it, it, at the beginning and all the shit oh, it's yeah. like it's just interesting like that but um yeah we need more shit like that i feel like 2010 to, to 2012 was like the last bit of good movies and What's good the last shows movie that he made fucking um uh uh, the the one that didn't do too hot the the one that's like about time oh the the where the guys on the boat and the commercial tenant yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah apparently it didn't do I, too I, hot that was really boring I yeah. watched it and it, I fell asleep that's what I'm saying they peak you know they they hit their peak and then they start making these fucking like their art house like Tenet. with a billion dollar budget <laughs> Tenet was very much like what was that movie where they're like curving the bullets oh wanted. wanted that's what that movie reminded me of when <laughs> i was watching it except for like it tried to be way more trippy and like i was gonna say at least world. wanted was just like a fun action film just straight yeah. up action yeah, yeah. it, yeah, it knew what was, it was yeah Tenet tried to be like a mind bender one and on top of like a lot of action i just was, i was just getting that vibe from it i don't know why but like it just yeah. gave me that same kind of corny premise vibe you know what i mean like or like how you know we haven't had a movie like fight club you know like we don't get a lot of good movies anymore and that bothers me uh, or like ones that are worth sitting down and watching you know yeah but anyways we got way off topic here but you know <laughs> that's how it goes with the show sometimes anyways uh Interesting news for Xbox here, I guess. Uh, not not really. I don't know why I said that. But Blue 12 Studios' cat-based adventure game, Stray, has received an ESRB rating for Xbox consoles, suggesting its time as a PlayStation exclusive could be coming to an end. Uh, so basically, 
um, they're thinking it's coming, you know, pretty soon. So if you didn't get to play straight because it was a timed exclusive on PlayStation, soon enough you will be able to play it on Xbox. Um, anything from you, Brent? Or are you out of news? I'm out of news, yeah. Okay. Um, last little bit of sad news here. Um, yeah, we got a shout on another RIP to, to Brendan O'Brien, the actor credited with coming up with the original voice of Crash Bandicoot. Um, he passed away at 60. O'Brien's death was reported in an obituary on Legacy.com, where he was remembered for his talents as both a musician and a, an actor. It included a brief passage about his time on Crash Bandicoot. Quote, one of his proudest moments was coming up with the original voices for the Crash Bandicoot video games during the Naughty Dog years of 1996 to 2004. He encouraged nostalgic Crash fans in their own, um, uh, uh, wait, encouraged on their own pursuits and loved signing their m- memorabilia, like music, designing cr- character voices for animation, radio, and video games came naturally to him. In the wake of the, the news of O'Brien's passing, other tributes appeared on social media, including one from the official Crash Bandicoot account. So, um, yeah, R.I.P., uh, you know, that's a legend right there. R.I.P. Yeah. Anyways, uh, this week's hot releases, we're leaving the news here. We got literally just the Game Boy, basically the Nintendo Switch Online uh, Game Boy Game, Game Boy Advance games, Mario games are coming. Then the Lord of the Rings Gollum is coming on May 25th, the same day as the Switch games. That's going to be a hot mess. And then we got <laughs> uh, another hot mess here for Spoken's DLC in Tanya We Trust, or ta- ta- maybe I spelled that wrong, I think. In Tana something we trust. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, boy. All three people playing that game on drop. Yeah, hold on. I, I got to tell you what it what it's actually called. In Tanta we trust. Tanta. It's the launch of May 26th. Yep. So, anyways. That's uh, it? That's it. That's all the good games coming out this week. That's okay. That's a good thing because I'm focusing on Breath of the Wild. Or not Breath of the Wild. I keep calling it Breath of the Wild. Me too. Tears of the Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one day, one day we'll call it Tears of the Kingdom. But anyways, uh, <laughs> Brent, you got the uh, Chat GPT. Uh, what what do we call it? Chat, chat GP, GP trivia. trivia. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do All it. All right, so today I'm gonna let you guys pick the game. So think one. of a game that you know the most that you think you know the most about. You guys can agree on it. What's a game you guys both know a lot about? Um, I'm I know where our mind immediately went to, but there's not a lot of lore or anything to that. Wait, what? Uh, which one? COD. Right. Oh no 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 definitely not. But we we, we can each do like do three questions for each of us on a different game because I don't think we both know the same games. No, I'll just take not. Zelda. So we'll do that while he thinks of a game. All right, hang on. Let me switch it from ten to three. Either Zelda or Conquers. I feel like I could answer literally anything you ask me on those. All right, I'm gonna go with Conquers. All right, Conquer. yeah. bad for D. <laughs> Give me a RuneScape one. Okay. Oh shit! That'll be. Uh, it's been a long time, but I might can I might can drum it up. Chat GPT's gonna like fucking it's gonna fuck me. Drop it's gonna, you. It's dude. gonna drop some like. All right, here we shit. go. Create three hard multiple choice questions about the video game Conquers Bad Fur Day, with answers. Here we go. All right. It's like I have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right, this isn't so hard, so I think you might be able to do this. All right. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, question number one. 
What is the name of the final boss in Conqueror's Bad Fur Day? These are multiple choice questions. Do you want the, the multiple choice? Yeah, because I don't remember the exact name. What's the multiple choice? Right, is it A, Baron Von Richthofen? B, The Great Mighty Pooh? C, Haybot? Or D, Count Batula? It's actually the first one, but I don't even think that's right. What, what's it? What, what it's it? claiming that the answer is C. Haybot. No, it's not Haybot. Haybot is like the. This is wrong. Are you sure? Yeah, Haybot's like in the barn. Hang on, let's look this up. Yeah, like literally at the very beginning. Because it wouldn't be out of the question for ChatGPT to be wrong. No, oh, yeah. It's... Actually, the final boss you fight in Conquer's Bad Fur Day is Alien from like Alien. You know, like the Alien right. versus Predator. Yeah, that's what I thought, but. Well, yeah, I mean, Ch- so ChatGPT doesn't necessarily know when it's right or wrong. Uh, okay. It's just it pulling stuff Heinrich from the Heinrich is the name given to the xenomorph created by Professor Von Cripplesack. Cripplespack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, that's why I said it was the first one, because it, it's like I was like, he's not technically the final ah, okay. boss. but so I need to tell ChatGPT that it's wrong. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Hold yeah, up. just so it knows for future people asking. Uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day multiple choice trivia questions. <laughs> It's all right. Um, but yeah, what's the second question? So we can uh, move on. I'll, I'll take that one because I already oh, yeah, knew the answer. Oh, yeah, you were right. Yeah, for sure. I'm just letting it know that it was wrong. And let's see what it says about that. <laughs> it says, I'm sorry. It says, apologies for the mistake. Here's an updated version of the question, which is wrong again. It says now the Panther King is the final boss. It is technically the Panther King in a way. I don't know. It's whatever. I'll... Hang on. No, I, now I got to let it know. Technically, <laughs> oh, the final boss is the... Heinrich. Is Heinrich. This is good radio. This is good radio. Sorry. <laughs> I got to tell Brent's I got to tell what's so. up, you know? Oh, here you go. Hang on. I don't know how to spell Xenomorph. X E N O R P H. Yeah, there we go. There's no Z in Just, Zeno. Uh, yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, had to tell it was up. All right, so the second question, which is probably also fucking wrong, which character serves as Conker's sidekick throughout the game? Okay, no way it's getting this one wrong. Is it A, Barry, B, Greg the Grim Reaper, C, Professor Von Cripplesack or D Don Weezo. So he doesn't have a uh, companion character. I get like all of yeah, these but characters exist. Technically, like you know, Barry is his girlfriend, and she's not there the whole game. Literally, only at the very beginning and at the end. Yeah, but I mean, like you know, it's his companion. I, I feel like oh, like it means a... like girlfriend. Okay, Barry. Then sure, I thought it meant like companion. It's character. it actually says which character serves as conqueror's sidekick throughout the game yeah that's so that's not right that's you know? not right yeah but what's the answer it says barry so I, i'll go with that yeah I'll, i'll know, take it as the girlfriend one level yeah. where you're playing with barry you know like in the matrix level shooting yeah everybody literally the shit. only time but anyways uh next question all right yeah sorry so you're schooling <laughs> the questions on this you know uh i'm gonna give you two you got two points on this one so okay all right all right what is the objective of the bats tower level in conquer's bad fur day is it a rescue a kidnapped squirrel princess b retrieve a stolen piece of a magical relic c escape a haunted mansion or d defeat a giant vampire bat it's uh 
either C or D. It's claiming it's B, retrieve a stolen piece of a magical relic. No. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, yeah, all right, let's do Devin's. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. Do specific old school RuneScape. That, that's going to fuck it up, though. Because if, if you say just RuneScape, it's going to do RS3, and I have no idea. It did eventually give me. It was. It did eventually like admit its mistake, and it says apologies for the oversight. You're correct. The final boss in Conquerors by Friday is indeed Heinrich the Xenomorph. There is an updated <laughs> version of the first question, so like you know, it'll get there eventually if you yeah. correct it. Uh, all right. So what was your thing? Well, I said um, try old school RuneScape, but I don't. I feel like the questions are just going to be fucked up. Nah, fuck it. We're doing it. Questions. Oh boy. Yeah, because if I say just RuneScape, it'll be the most current iteration, which is RS3, which I've never played, technically. Choice. There's two versions of it. Questions about... Old school RuneScape. Old school RuneScape with answers. (laughs) All right, here we go. All right, and keep in mind, these might be wrong entirely. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah we, we might so if it's wrong, you know, <laughs> you know, this is all chat GPT. Oh, boy. All right, which skill in old school RuneScape allows players to create powerful potions and mixtures? Is it A, smithing, B, herblore? Her- herbology. Okay, there you go. You got Her- it. Herblore. Yeah. You got it. Herblore. Right. Herblore. herblore. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Number two. Which city is the central hub for trading and player interaction? Rock. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Which quest in old school RuneScape grants players the ability to wear the coveted Ava's Accumulator backpack? Is oh, it A, okay, give me the- Monkey Madness? B, Animal Magnetism? C, Legends Quest? Or D, Desert treasure. Animal magnetism. You got it. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Hey, I knew At it's At least the questions state. were right on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- Maybe I, th- I think I think I fucked it up by telling it to make hard questions. Yeah. So it, it like it was like I'll just make them wrong. <laughs> that will make them hard. <laughs> Either that or it's just like you know uh, there's not enough information about Conquer's Bed for a day. Yeah, on probably. The I'm disappointed in you, Chat GPT. You know, it actually handled the RuneScape ones really well because all the other options were actual. Probably a lot more information about RuneScape out yeah. there. It's know? just scraping the internet for the answers, yeah. basically. But uh, remember, guys, you've been listening to the GameSpeak Podcast, courtesy of GameSpeakPodcast.com. The show posts for free every Wednesday on all podcast platforms. But you can watch it live before anyone else on Twitch.tv slash GameSpeakPodcast, Facebook.com slash uh, groups slash GameSpeak Podcast every Monday evening at 7.50 p.m. CST. Be sure to join us in the rest of the GameSpeak community at dsc.gg slash Podcast. Check out our other video content on YouTube, and if you want to stay up to date with your boys, you can find me on Twitter at the handle out John for Jamel. Brent at Brent has one. That's the number one. And Devin at Devondrius. And check out the GameSpeak Podcast Instagram. Until next time, listeners. Bye. 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 Bye.